0: Talking Tesla Talking Tesla Tesla. I'm not sure if like my foot should be on the brake or the accelerator Because they put rings on Elon It must be some sort of geometrical algorithm
1: Are you ready now?
2: Oh I'm sure this is Matt
1: Tom? <laughs>
2: Robert? Yeah Well alright fellas
0: Drive a car without autopilot. Same so,
2: here's the deal. You know, I'm not a good parker, yeah. Tom. I'll be the first to admit it. Just yeah. think that this is a car company that is run by super Auto geeks. All yeah, the the cars are going to be stupid cars compared to this car. You don't even Tesla.
0: have Tesla. Yep. I remember that. You've got a model I've X. seen the future and it is like pole charging. Well, no, I
2: wouldn't
3: call it a screw up. Do you like your Model X? God, it's beautiful.
0: All right, everybody. It's talking Tesla number eighty two. We're back in Reverb Town. Still,
2: well, I put up so much baffling. It's baffling to me that <laughs> there would still be Reverb in here.
0: Is it? You think? Let's just listen. Let me that. ask you this. No, no, no. Do you have? Uh, let me ask you this. Well, you went to school, correct? You're a, you're a highly highly educated individual. Yeah. Any of those classes in sound engineering?
2: No, not there was a little any oh.
0: any of those classes in acoustical engineering.
2: Um let me see. Physiology. Sociology.
0: I have to take some notes. No? No. So yeah. Uh leaning sound things up against other things, not really effective. Also, yeah. look up. Just look up. Oh, see that? See that's that, a ceiling. See that big flat? What, <laughs> with what, those what could go wrong with that? Parabolic. And also, and now look down. Just look down.
2: Well, wow, look at all the flat stuff on there. Yeah, it's, it's all hard. over the place. At least it's hard and shiny. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's true. It's what we refer to as acoustically live in here. But that's okay because me and you, Mel, we know how to work the microphones.
2: <laughs> we get I'm, up. We get up close. And I'm grow. getting nervous. Get up close hey, and personal. Uh, look, I hope you guys had a fine weekend. Um can I tell you about something that exciting that happened to me? Uh, can you I just say c- You not. can. Look at my head. I saw that. It's uh, not attractive. I think
0: everybody has seen that on the Twitter at this point, Mel. This um, really? So for
2: those of you that don't follow the Twitter, I was minding my own business was all, all of a sudden. I was helping my wife take uh, some things out of her car She has an X I don't yeah. know if any of you remember
0: this She's got a Model X That's a Tesla That's a Tesla
3: Model X It's a Tesla Model X With falcon wing doors and it has,
2: Yeah, it has these special doors Which uh, yeah. Elon really likes So it turns out when you've got the asparagus And a couple of loaves of bread uh-huh. And uh, you walk from the back of the car Around to the side of the car mm-hmm. And the falcon wing uh, doors Haven't gone all the way up for some reason Because if this decided today We won't go all the way up mm-hmm. uh, But they're just sort of out of line of sight as you go but around the corner, you you're go like
3: looking at your asparagus, you're looking at
2: your stuff and making sure you've got all you're not going to drop the bread, and then you find yourself on the ground, your glasses strewn. <laughs> you're saying some things like f- those falcon f- wing doors, okay, as blood is pouring. Pouring out pouring. of your head You're a doctor Blood is pouring. accumulating inside your brain You're sure you have a subdural <laughs> hematoma You're absolutely convinced of it uh, Your son's like, what the hell happened to you, old man?
0: I feel like the Twitterverse is kind of 50-50 On whether or not this is your fault or the car's fault
2: um, I think that when you have a 15,000 pound door Hanging over your head It's just asking for trouble First of all, it crashes grandma and yeah. now it comes along that was and smashes moving. me in the uh, head.
0: The door, that, okay. The grandma door situation. The door was physically moving. It decided to close itself, and the sensors did not work. Right. That's a right. door issue.
2: Okay.
0: This one, the door was up. Maybe the door. Saw, maybe it was under a tree. No. no. Do we know nothing? No, it, it just clear. and Every and, and when you say it's out quarters. of your line of sight, the injury that you. Is above my eye line. It's just above your eye by about two and a half inches. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not pointing fingers at you. I'm trying to get down to the bottom of what actually happened.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, just tell me why a door should hang above your head and be in any way safe. It's got a very sharp edge, too. If some kid ran around the corner and that thing's only a quarter or half the way open, you could take out an eyeball.
0: Right, but is it? It doesn't need to But it wasn't be a quarter half the way open. Why, was it, well, why do you think – let me ask you this, Mel. Yeah, why do you think
2: yeah.
0: it was doing that?
2: Because um, there's a problem with the falcon wing doors. Well, what is it? But, <laughs> this, but is, they've been in four times for various problems of not opening and, and not sensing. These are – So do they just regularly – Elon's greatest failure in his life is the falcon wing doors. <sighs> now, I've got to say this because I'm going to get some criticism from people. I love Elon Musk. Yeah. I love Tesla. Yeah. I this company um, has to work. I spent the weekend worrying about the planet, what we can do to fix it. The whole weekend? The whole? Well, no, not the whole weekend. Probably spent but some for a good of it two, two like to three some... minutes. <laughs> so this has got to work, and I don't want to be down on the Elon. Oh, uh, you shouldn't. But please, I just ask one thing. I only ask one, th- well, more than one thing, but one thing right now. You mm. know what that one thing is? Model Y. Oh, for God's sake, please do not put these on the Model Y or at least give us a sliding door option or a normal door option, please, please. You
3: notice, Mel, that Elon or the Tesla have sort of announced all kinds of vehicles and there's been this big hole in all of those vehicles that were announced. Nothing about Model Y. Roadster And truck And semi Nothing about Model Y They're really taking What you have to say to heart
2: I think so I think they're actually Redesigning In order to uh, Have a Model Y Without the falcon wing doors Because they're falcon Ridiculous Don't you
0: feel like You have to design Before you redesign
2: Oh they've designed (laughs) Now they're redesigning because well, of Well, I'm show.
0: sorry that you hurt your head and I'm yeah. not and I and I hope you're not taking this as accusatorial I'm just trying to no, get ask some questions from the people as to why so these they didn't they just didn't extend all the way up. You didn't buy, you weren't by any chance holding asparagus, two loaves of bread and like jumping uh, by any chance Where is Is anybody
2: wondering why there is huge <laughs> banging noises out there? I'm watching a gentleman from the second floor Finding the best way to take stuff down the stairs. Is to not take it down this thing, it, it the stairs. Just throw it off the balcony. Yeah, I'm scared. Oh, I too. love the recording studio. It's been great. There's some more. Great. Um can I help oh, about one more thing. Oh please. Because I like to get it away early and then get into the happy stuff. Oh good. Um is this thing on? What? Tesla. Hello. hello? Is this thing on? Wait,
0: hold on. I know where this is going. <laughs> I have a feeling. What? that your lines are still yet
2: wavy. Yeah, yeah. firmware mm. update uh, to the uh, hardware 2.0 yeah. hasn't come yet. Still no. wavy lines. Hello, Tesla. Is this thing on? So what is could your... we get a freaking update to this thing? I'd really like to use it.
0: And apparently I misspoke, and it's not three times. The Lemon Law is three times for a safety-related issue, which maybe you could argue that oh. this is, but you don't need it ah. to drive, but it's four times... For a non-safety issue. So if you issue.
2: get caught with weed three times, you have to go to jail forever. But if you take your car back, it's four times if there's a safety okay. issue.
0: Also, if you get caught with weed, none of those times are a felony unless you happen to be holding a gun to someone's head. And we're in California.
2: So, I wasn't in trouble because of the weed. It no. It was because of the handgun. You know? okay, <laughs> yeah, that's a totally hey, different thing. Now, let's make. I just want to talk about some happiness. Like, did you guys do anything interesting on the weekends? Does anybody care? Did I do anything interesting? I did uh, my hmm. taxes. <gasps> How'd that go? I mean, it went. I did them. High five. Would you reveal them if you became president of the United States?
0: Yeah, they're super exciting. Okay. You go can on. have them. I don't have any dealings with foreign agents or. No, you're not, not a registered. I'm not a registered independent. No. Registered. <laughs> I'm not a Russian operative, although I am. I'm Russian.
2: Yeah. Oh, you are. Back in the day, aren't you? You many, can't be trusted.
0: Many of us are. I can be trusted. I'm also Polish.
2: Wow. No comment. You know what I need to do? Hmm. Twenty-one and me. Yeah. Why? Find out uh, see how if much. You, <laughs> see how if much you actually see, do? See how, how much, much <laughs> of me that is. that opens
0: there. it up to so many jokes that I just cannot can use. My, how close to the dingo are you? Oh, he's, yeah,
1: he's close. Uh, there's probably fifty percent dingo DNA in the background. Uh,
2: dingo took my baby. Look, um, let's uh, talk about well, you're having wavy line problems. Yeah, well, what's so going on
3: with that? It's getting better. Although I just shot a video on the way over here, one one in related in relation While to one were of our driving, stories. I have autopilot, and it does function. Work. It That's does not function, how you're supposed to use it. But there's a few places in which autopilot is not comfortable. And I realized that, you know, some of the complaining that I've heard, I'll call it complaining. From Mel. <laughs> I'll call it complaining. It's, it's really that the autopilot pushes me personally and probably many other people out of their comfort zone. Not because, well, let me just say, I'm driving along on the highway and the highway is taking a broad rightward sweeping turn. So now, the the direction that the car is facing, it's the radar is not seeing the car in front of me. It's disappeared off the screen.
0: It's not seeing the car in the lane in front of you.
2: Correct. Current hardware 2.0 using two cameras, not eight cameras. Can't see the car as it turns the corner in front right. of you. I think on. the radar
3: has too narrow, maybe too narrow of a of a range, or at least that's what I'm seeing on the screen. Okay. So I'm, I'm a little worried now that I'm going to either get too close or I'm not going to stay close enough because other people will then cut in. And the car, you know, when when I drive, probably you, Tom, Mel, when we drive, we're trained at high speed. You enter a curve, you go low. You enter the turn low. And as you come out of the turn, you power out and you can broaden the path. In other words. That sounds like more of a tight turn than a broad turn that you. Even. But, I mean, when you're going 70 miles an hour, it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. The car does not do this. The car drives like an old lady. When it hits a turn like that, it tries to stay in the middle mm-hmm. and then it jerks you back to the middle as it starts veering to the far to the to the outside line of the lane, mm-hmm. which is the antithesis of how I drive. So I'm driving along. I'm maybe not looking at the road that second. Right. I'm a little more relaxed. I'm not as attentive to the road. You distracted. No, just not paying that much attention and uh,
2: not paying attention (laughs) is that not the the definition definition of of distracted (laughs) (laughs) is your name kelly (laughs) conway maybe i'm
3: distracted by my internal thoughts versus like my cell phone or that kind of distraction and responding to internal stimuli yeah Mm -hmm. i'm just sort of thinking like what am i going to say to you know spice up tom at the show that's not necessary and so, the car is do- going through this broad turn. It's veering towards the outside, and it jerks back towards uh-huh. the center. And it does it again and again. And basically, my heart rate goes from about a you know, resting pulse sixty to about a hundred and ten. The food I've eaten. That's a lot of stim. That's a yeah. little bit of stimuli for a lot of heart rate. I well, I spend a lot of time on the road, and when I go at seventy miles an hour, and I start feeling jerking sounds in my car, yeah, that means that I could very easily careen into a very other hard object, and that would be a very bad thing. So, we know like that. Interesting. And then I'm driving along on the highway, and the 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 lane that I'm in, the number one lane, has got about. Three inches of space between the Yellow line and the concrete Wall yes right so like When they're widening freeways or in in an Area there's a lot of congestion they squeeze In another lane so the number One lane is just pushed right up against the Concrete normally when I'm driving I'm keeping a little bit to the Right of center on the lane So I'm staying away from the Wall I can see what's going on on The you know on the number two lane Side of my car and I feel comfortable Tesla likes to drive Right down the middle and then when there's any kind of a curve or for some reason it just sort of veers a few maybe six inches left and right it gets really f- close to that wall <gasps> but that's really close but it's a computer
0: and we all have talked about this in in the past I believe where autonomy sort of allows cars to drive a little closer together yes and a little closer to Things like barriers and other objects. So we could potentially squeeze an additional lane in there. Yeah. So it's – that's you think that's more of a psychological issue for you than an actual like the car is going to scrape against
3: the wall kind of issue? I've had to disengage twice and that's probably in, I don't know, four or 500 miles and it's – or maybe a little less than that but still uncomfortable pushing me beyond my comfort zone. I've had to
2: disengage from this conversation twice. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so it is still, uh, you're supposed to be uh, fully attentive, fully aware it's not fully autonomous driving. And I just sort of back up everything Robert says. It does stuff that I am not comfortable with. There's a truck right yeah. next to me. Normal human nature is, I'm going to move a little over to the side, away from yeah. this truck. Yeah. Autopilot's like, no, nah, it's all good. What could go wrong?
0: So if you if you <laughs> physically take over and move the car a little bit to the left in that uh-huh. particular instance, it will just, and then re-engage it, mm-hmm. it will move It'll itself say, oh, no, back. No, no. I like yes. to go to the
2: middle. Yes. So, um. This will actually bring up issues as we get further along to level four, level five driving. I do not want to be sitting in the front of the car because, as you know, I'm a wimp, timid, loser. I drive like um, somebody 180 years old, horse and cart sort of. So when this car is whipping along at 70 miles an hour, even though it's going to be really safe, and it's doing all the things that I don't do because I'm a fraidy cat driver, I'm not going to be able to sit in the front of the seat. I'm going to have to be in the back with uh, my headphones on, looking at my phone, because I'm going to be so afraid.
0: But that's full. You're talking full level five autonomy.
2: Well, we have full level autonomy right now. Like, if I drive with Tom, and I'm sitting in the passenger seat, I'm going to be freaked out the whole time. My wife has a fantastic driving record. She's, like, never crashed. I've crashed, like, three times. Uh, She's way safer than me. But I spend my entire time, if I'm the passenger, um, holding what we call, in my circles, the Jesus bar. It's that bayou hole because you're going, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. That seems like it just
3: might be you.
2: Yeah, I've got problems. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah,
3: but still, when I'm in the in the driver's seat and I'm in the Teslotus position, or maybe I'm not quite that relaxed, and the car is doing these funky things, it feels like I'm having to be quiet while my 16-year-old is driving for like their first 1,000 miles, Yeah, and I have to just— put up and shut up but it doesn't sound like it's a thousand
0: mile situation it sounds like this is how they've programmed the automobile like i don't feel like no. it's it's not learning well i don't know. sort of advanced driving skills that it you're could. talking so right, about it might be there's but no it's, reason
2: but, in the future that it couldn't do that like you know of course you not. could set it up and say i like to move over to the left when there's a giant wall there uh it might allow you to do that in the future
3: Yeah, well, I was told that it takes two to three months, this is from reliable sources, for the car to learn the driving. I mean, it's like when they release the car Mm -hmm. with the NVIDIA supercomputer in it and whatever sensors are engaged, Mm -hmm. the car has a basic level of ability that it gains then further level of ability over two to three months. So individually? Yes. But why, why not group think for these cars yeah, why why, why aren't the
0: car other dif- ca- why aren't the car like the first car that's already driven 10,000 of these autonomous miles why isn't it like calling up robert's car and being like hey
3: hey man all data is coming told- back to the data this thing i think it's about how the thinking occurs it's not people thinking right it's not like me Going to a group of people and saying, all right, everybody, this is how we do CPR, and then expecting those people to know how to do a bit of CPR. It's really that car. My impression is that, yes, uh, mothership Tesla has learned a lot. Don't call it that. No. No. <laughs> well it's not Tesla nation it's the Tesla no, thinking engineering mm-hmm. big mainframe computer mm-hmm. has learned where the roads are you know if there's any kind of construction any kind of moderately up to date information about the environment but the car itself on a on a split second basis has to uh like think and deal with things that are new, like a cone in the road or a tire in the road or a whatever, a truck that's, you know, driven by a sleepy driver that's starting to veer into your lane. It needs to think second to second. And I think each car has its own ability. I'm not sure, you know, if you took three Teslas, each with 20,000 miles and a lot of autonomous driving under their belt, I wonder how um, carbon copy the memories would be or if they would really be pretty significantly different they may upload at downtime you know what i learned today so roberts tesla uploads to tesla mainframe hey today i learned about this road and about that road and about this situation and maybe other teslas learn from that i expect that's probably the case but like
0: other and if that's not the case then all the cars are individuals they're sort of sentient
2: I was just thinking that as I was wa- wandering <laughs> off, um, responding were... to my own internal stimuli. That just like in Westworld, who's going to be the first car to become sentient? Like, how many miles? Like, this car's going to be Five hundred thousand miles and it's going to go. I think. I'm yeah, going to be yours. I think it's actually
3: your Model X because it's attacking you already. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: Exactly. It is the Model X. You want to talk about me, Doors, one more time? Wah <laughs> <laughs> boom! <laughs> You want a piece of this? First
0: off, it didn't actively attack you, so let's no, be accurate because, with that. No, because,
2: you know, it is so smart, it realizes that an active attack would be, you know, <laughs> it would be bad. It actively a, attacked me. Act war. It passively attacked me in a very active way. I dropped the door just out of line of sight, so when Handsome over here comes around the corner and smacks up his head. It'll be really funny to me. I did hear it laughing, by the way. <laughs> Look, I want to talk about the solution project. Let's get this thing moving here. The solutions project, I heard about this from Bill Nye, which is a whole bunch of engineers and artists and filmmakers. And you can go on there and you can read engineerical things. You can listen to stories about how to become a 100% renewable planet. And it just, I just spent some time on there, made myself feel good. Yeah. The road to 100%. is possible.
0: Give me some
3: takeaways.
2: Um. The road to 100% renewable is possible. We're going to talk some more about that later. It's that. not easy,
3: this is actually but in, it is possible. This is in contrast to another story that we have that says not. Yes. and so, Or actually that was somebody, I think maybe Joel Sapp wrote us about something that says it is not. But I thought it was really interesting. You can course through all of the states and look at the expected sort of makeup of their energy production that is all renewable and there is a... Butt load, would you say a short ton of Maybe wind a, energy in there? There's like A buttload's not very much. I mean we did the no. math last week. That's like just a tiny little percentage. Okay, then it must really be kind of like a long ton of it, wind energy.
2: I thought it was an ass ton. <laughs> Jeez, it's really confusing.
3: It's so Are we metric? <laughs> Or are we we going back to English?
0: But are we talking about... Because whenever I've looked at these things, the amount of energy, electrical energy we use is ginormous. Do
2: you know what the entire world uses? No. A
0: lot. I would say... Electrical energy or total total energy? Total energy
2: is (laughs) a... 16 terawatts.
0: And uh, 16 terawatts a year, a A month? A year. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah,
3: but you know what? Five of that... Lot. five of that is to just 16, refine the oil into gasoline. Sixteen terawatt hours,
0: I believe. Is the I don't number. think that's a, that's not an accurate number. I think that you just threw out there.
3: Maybe three per, three terawatt. I don't know what the percentage is. We should find out. Though. It's a it's huge, probably percentage. a big, big amount. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Can I talk about pedestrian deaths? No, because they continue to climb. No, Robert, tell us about them. This story
3: caught me because of all of the talk that we have on talking Tesla about autonomy. And so, there was a recent report that came out that in 2016, because they finally did the numbers, pedestrian deaths have gone up by 11%. If that keeps happening, there will be no live pedestrians.
2: I uh, am part of the problem here. Mm. As I almost (laughs) walked in front of a truck yesterday. You know what I was doing? On your phone. Thank you.
3: You were tweeting about the bruise on
2: your head. I was listening to some podcasts and I was reading a news alert
0: and I stepped
2: off the curve and almost got
0: clocked. Now, there is a line in this article that says it's because there are more people walking mm-hmm. and, at the same time, more cars on the road because right. uh, gasoline is
3: so inexpensive. Right. So people are just driving more. They're not how driving. can there
0: be more people walking and more people I think driving? There's, <laughs> there's just more people. I, I, I guess, guess Hold on a second. So... <laughs> so that's interesting. So the the amount of people has gone up. Yes, and and in the
2: hasn't gone up ten eleven percent though. In last well, I mean, year we're in it's, serious trouble. <laughs> it's
0: gone up, and yet we continue. And and also we're much more distracted walkers. What'd
3: much you more. Sorry, what did you say? What? <laughs> when did Robert get here?
2: Where are we? So just to give
3: you some numbers in uh, from January to June of 2016. 2,660 pedestrians died, according to the government Governor's Highway Safety Association. In the U.S.? Yes. That's like, like over 5,000 people a year. Why do we continue to allow people to walk in this country? Yes. Why don't we have more <laughs> autonomous walking? And so the worst states were Delaware, Florida, Arizona, South Carolina, and New Mexico. Oh,
0: thanks a lot,
3: man. I was going to do a quiz. Oh, Darn.
2: <laughs> so this brings up to me. This is these are horrible numbers. Again, we talked about you know uh, yeah. how human beings are. We get really afraid when there's a terrorist action. But there's five thousand people dead. Yeah, five thousand people dead. It's like ten a day, more than ten a day. That's like six or it's seven, seven forty-seven. Just tragedies. You I mean, crashed. It's, how are autonomous vehicles going to help this? Because again, here is me. You ready for me? Here's me. What? I'm driving along in my car. Yes. So are you? I'm, I'm you now. Yeah, you me. And uh, you're driving along and you see a pedestrian. hmm And you see the pedestrian and I automatically think because, you know, working in the ER for 30 years, that person's probably randomly just going to jump in front of the car and bit uh, a kill them so i slow way down and i'm really worried about them every and time you see a pedestrian that no, goes through your no, head not every time but i'm constantly anxious only about the it. times when he's not tweeting or
3: texting or using his cell device i would hate to be you i'm a
2: very anxious <laughs> you. somebody's going to step in front of the car because i have this over inflated sense of the tragedy of that would if right because you've of the seen car. it uh-huh. it's terrible mm-hmm. i mean and and a 5,000 pound car versus a 170 pound person, it's no competition. I mean,
0: and your car, as you said earlier, has 15,000 pound doors alone.
2: Exactly. And my car wants to hurt the people. <laughs> so how is autonomous vehicles going to deal with the that situation i guess they can't if somebody's just like walking along the street and decides i'm going to turn left because i'm looking at facebook and walking in the middle of the road the autonomous vehicle is going to crash although i guess it's going to have a better reflex time than us so it should be more safe for pedestrians as no, it's well it's going to
0: see them it's not going to be able to avoid the pedestrian that's just like randomly jumping out into the middle of the street right. but if a, if you're if it's a, if you're talking about a pedestrian that is on his phone or her phone or their phone, whatever it may be. The car should be tracking all of that, you know, with one of the 1200 cameras that are surrounding it.
2: Can it tell a difference? Like, uh, here's an example. So, my son's a new driver. Yeah. And uh, he was uh, driving us home, the wife and I, once. And uh, there was this little kid. And my wife and I saw this kid out of the corner of our, we saw a little dog running down the street. And, mm-hmm. like, Micah, that kid's going to run in front of you Um, because that was sort of just experience. There's Mm -hmm. a little kid. There's a puppy. The puppy's going to be crazy and run across the street, Mm -hmm. and that kid's going to fall. And sure enough, whoop, right in front. Will autonomous vehicles in the future go, ah, little puppy, ah, little human? Very, very dangerous situation Big yeah. human's not as dangerous sure. Little human's running around bad It'll be tracking it, that sort of stuff head? I
0: don't know if it'll actually yeah. be able to see the puppy Or oh, will so it think
2: This little human one day will become of reproductive age And there'll be more humans Since we need to get rid of them <laughs> I'm not slowing down
0: Right, and we've already had many, many hundreds of conversations
3: about the puppies. Right. I mean, the puppies are going to go. The Huey really had hundreds. (laughs) We've had several, some, a few. Yeah, probably a two dozen. And so this is where the autonomous or machine learning is going to come in handy. It's going to have this situation. How many times does the brain of the autonomous vehicle need to experience this, right? If we've got you know, whatever. hundred thousand, no, hundred thousand. No, this is the like at nighttime. I'm going to download my thoughts. All right, this is the and group then thing. Treat yeah, and then train the entire fleet, and I think that's going to happen. But what I want to know is, and, and so when we watched that N- Nissan, Nissan, Nissan uh, autonomous car a f- couple weeks ago, yes, and the autonomous engineer says yes, uh, pedestrian safety first. He, he was stressing that pedestrian safety, number one. So your car might end up smashing into the parked car on the side to get away from the kid and the puppy. What was my thought, Tom? <laughs> How the- am I supposed to know? <laughs> He's distracted. But it's a good thought. You I can- want to know when the autonomous cars will have the ability to, like, deaden the cell— Signal on the phone of that pedestrian who doesn't appear to be paying attention. This is where you went with
2: this, yeah. I like that. So now, so have a, jamming, yeah. No, don't even jam it, have a laser on the top of your car you're whipping down the <laughs> road. It's just going, foom, foom, foom. it's blowing up cell phones.
0: I have to leave this show. That's There's cool. something very wrong with the two you know, of you. I, you. I want to give you an
2: example. When we first started talking to Tesla, they were about 25, 30 minutes. We're uh-huh. at 28 minutes, so the show's over. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> How much easier would that be for everybody if we just ended it right now?
0: I don't. I mean, it depends. Because we have gotten a letter recently know? about a gentleman who's like, it's too long. I'm out.
3: Oh really? I didn't see
2: that on the, letter.
0: I think it was on via the Twitter. Yeah, he's like, oh. it's just too long. I can't. It's too I long, can't. and I can't listen. And what I I responded to him, and I said, well, just listen till you're done, and then stop. What the hell is wrong with but you? the he was sh- going to unsubscribe because he he couldn't control himself. This show is so good. <laughs> we roped him <laughs> in. That when you're, if you listen to it, and you, we put out a two and a half hour show, you can't stop listening to it. You know what it is? It's because of this. In the very very background, very low, you hear this.
2: Right. It just goes through the whole message. Yes. Right. And if you play it backwards, <laughs> do not touch <laughs> your, that. Your button.
0: backwards record playing thing is always, always has Satan in It always, it. Has always <laughs>
3: everybody knows <laughs> every that that's how it works. Actually, I thought it was uh, he was trained in Shanghai. It's the day after Easter and Mel is talking about Satan.
2: Hey, let's talk about the stock price instead. Can you give us a stock price update? We don't have Google. Hey, or Google. Text. Hey Google, what's the price of Tesla today?
1: The price of Tesla
2: today is $304, up 5% from last Friday.
3: It
0: closed at 304 on Friday. The markets are closed today.
2: The markets
1: are closed
3: today, I'd say this has been a couple of really strong weeks for the Tesla, huh? Was that what you would say? That's what I would is say. Is that would, because of the actual, because it's just
0: easy math?
2: Because it's gone up a lot. It's it's good. Good. You'd say, Although yeah.
0: there's been no shortage of, uh, let's call them... News. traditional car company executives because, well, that's what they are. They're traditional car companies who yeah. have been like, really? How is Tesla valued more than well, us it's... as a market cap? And I—and to them, I would say this. They have more do, robots. Do you, GM, do you make anything besides cars? Right. Oh, wait, no, you don't. Oh, that's right. You don't. What you do is make cars... And also make financing for cars. (laughs) That's what you do. It
2: is a little funny, though, when you see the infographic. Um, Tesla is now worth $52 billion, whatever it is exactly right Mm. now, sold 172,000 cars last year. GM. That's not even close to the actual number. GM sold 10 million. That's An order of magnitude, right? Times two or three. It's fine. for sure.
0: Different model. There's a middleman involved in the in all of the GM
3: sales, for right. sure. Their their income is is quite a bit. I mean, their profit margin is quite a bit less than Tesla.
0: And they make cars.
3: They make a lot of cars. They make a
0: few cars. They make some cars that people don't want to buy. No, they mean the ones Sparky that EV? sit around, <laughs> sit around <laughs> on the ever and ever yeah. and ever. Right, and there's a cost to that. Yeah, right. There's a cost. And there's less of a cost to the production-on-demand
3: model that Tesla's currently rocking. Although we haven't actually put it in the notes, Tesla's kind of moving away from that production-on-demand. Yeah, there's a lot of
0: availability. And I don't know if a lot is the right word, but there's a couple of dozen cars at any one time that are available. what What I don't understand about that particular thing is you go on the Tesla website. Okay. And it says new inventory, yes. right? Which means those are cars that are theoretically ready to go. Yes. And they always have like fourteen day delivery days.
3: Well they have why to, does it take two weeks? They have to get them out of the Tesla parking lot. <laughs> take the boot off of them Yeah, take the boot <laughs> off and actually get move them Move the wine you know, bottles Move the other cars, you know, the, uh, the Spark they're EVs and the Geo whatevers right. and
2: the Novas And yeah. Let me tell you why Tesla is uh, valued so highly, even though it hasn't made uh, a lot of Mel, cars yet Please, Mel, let me hear your insights This is insights. from Fortune.com And Thursday, Elon announced that there is going to be a semi-truck So the big announcement was an announcement about an announcement that's going to come as an announcement in September. And I am loving the
0: announcement of the announcement. In fact, I would like to make an announcement on this very show three months from today.
2: <laughs> three months from today. <laughs> Tom is going to announce I'm right gonna now make... that he's going to make an announcement right. three months from now. Three months
0: from now, I, I will know be you making an this. announcement. And that announcement is going to be something amazing about a future announcement.
2: This idea of the pickup truck has uh, you know, oh been around God. for a while, and he says it's like 18 uh, to 24 months Pickup truck or semi-truck? No, try whoa, to let, let me finish. let me Let's finish history. We've known about this idea of a pickup truck for a while, and he says in another tweet, that's about 18 to 24 months away. Is that
0: <laughs> vapor, Robert? Come on, Robert. Be honest.
2: It's pre- 18 to 24 it's, months it's away. It's pre- pre-vapor. Yeah, that's right. It's pre vapor pre vapor Pre-vapor.
0: Because <laughs> I want you to be fair with this crap. It's not just... Of Lucid and all these other companies that are,
3: well, at least Tesla is making vehicles that do work. Well, not in Mel,
2: not in Mel's case. (laughs) Can I talk about the semi truck? So this pre-announcement to an announcement is a semi truck. We're talking the big trucks. We're talking big trucks pulling big heavy things. And it's just a semi of a truck, right? Just semi. (laughs) Yeah, they're not going to build the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) That would be ridiculous. They're just going to build half of them. (laughs) And uh, what was interesting here is that some people initially were like, this is a really great idea. If you have an electric motor and a big battery and the torque and the problem with uh, trucks is that they don't have enough torque and this could be really great. So people were getting excited about this "This would be really good. Then there were some truck driver people saying, now, hang on a second, let me tell you how this works. Uh, I have a semi-trailer and uh, it has a 300-gallon gas tank and I can drive it for 1,400 miles. Not that I do, but between charges." 1400 miles yeah if you're gonna put in even a huge battery like an 800 kilowatt hour battery in this thing maybe i'm gonna get 300 miles that's not enough i need to go further than that and i how long is it gonna take to charge that battery up i have
3: i have some statistics for you well let me just say 1400 miles that's 20 hours at 70 miles an hour well, they're How not driving non How big is the they're bladder just, of a truck? Driver. Well, he's
2: not saying that they do that because they've actually got to stop a great like and stuff. Tom, but Tom,
3: when he's going to take his P, his 100D on the 620-mile trip, you know, with the 21 miles an hour, with the 21 Subway sandwiches and the diapers and the, I don't remember.
0: I'm all pretty
2: those, sure this wasn't my trip,
0: but. No? But okay, let's uh, let's assume that is Give the Give us situation. some stats.
2: Tell us how a 300-mile range truck – we don't know what its range is. We're making some presumptions here. But let's say its 300-mile range semi-truck is going to impact the transportation industry. Thomas.
0: Well, I read this, and I was curious to myself because you put in the comment about the 1,400 miles and 300 gallons. And I'm like, well, who's doing that? Like what is the percentages? So according to the U.S. Department of Transportation – who? Oh, is that still funded? We're not sure okay. yet. But that's why these statistics are relatively old. So the, the most recent statistics I could find, and I put a link in here, were for 2002. That's almost and like it a said century most, ago. Most freight shipments by value and tonnage mm-hmm. moved less than 250 miles, right? So my guess is when it. Elon uh, was like, I'm going to make a semi-truck, he probably did, let's call it market analysis. <laughs> is this useful? Mm-hmm. Is a is a large-scale truck useful? And half of all the commodity flow shipments, 4.5 trillion, and 80% of the weight, 9 billion tons, are moved in local and short-haul shipments, right? So there is a fair amount of long-haul work, but there's also a fair amount of non-long-haul work that is in the 300-mile range. Now, if you go dive a little bit deeper into these statistics, and you can the The value, like the per ton value of commodities, like is bigger in the long haul, right? So that stuff is worth more, which is why it's more affordable, why it makes sense for it to go longer distances. Now, that's not to say, again, truck drivers, like you noted, can't drive for 20 straight hours, although – what happens in a lot of these cases is there's team driving, right? Right, where there's a, there's two of them and they will if they have to go across country, one of them will drive for 8 hours and then the other one will drive. So they can't drive theoretically for 16 hours straight. So that's an issue for the long haul driving. But as you know and as I know, there's plenty of trucks that are just driving from the port in of Long Beach to the warehouse and from the San Francisco port like California obviously. I don't know you know, Texas in the Midwest, a little bit. But again, is it is there a
3: market for this? Of course there's a market because there's FedEx trucks, there's UPS trucks, there's all kinds of things. How, how many miles, just, uh, you know, since we're talking about distance, how many miles do you think it is from the Gigafactory in Sparks, Nevada, to the Tesla factory in Fremont, California?
2: 300 miles?
3: I'm going to guess
0: 258
2: miles.
3: Oh, my God. Tom, you are (laughs) amazing.
0: Oh, I'm sitting right next to you, Robert. I could see your screen. So
2: uh, if this comes out with the current battery technology, probably it's not going to be more than 300 miles, but 300 miles is going to be enough. For a lot of uses, for example, the port of Long Beach, one right. of the busiest ports in the Los Correct. Estados Unidos, and then it's just gonna go out to uh, yeah, the uh, warehouses, off, uh, then it's gonna come back, it's gonna charge up. I do want to see the supercharger that uh, charges up a thousand kilowatt well, plus, hour battery though. Plus imagine Woo-hoo!
0: this imagine this situation, right? Every Okay, Tesla has has this model. That's a great hey, sound.
2: That's the sound of Elon building semis. You getting that?
3: Lovely sound. Yeah, that's good. And I heard a sound a little while ago was from our cam that's live in Sparks, Nevada at the Gigafactory. You could hear the banging. They're putting up more walls at the Gigafactory.
2: It's really amazing the extra the extra effort that we've gone to on this talking to Tesla to give you some real life construction noises. He I have this, a
0: very good comment that I'm waiting for. Don't
2: wait because you know it's not going to get any better.
0: Okay, so imagine this scenario, right? Yeah, I'm Tesla imagining. has built. Let's call it a network. Of, it's building it right now. A yeah. network of charging.
2: Yes. You all mean like all a, across
0: the country, right? So it has. Should we call them superchargers? Let's call them superchargers. Okay. So it has this experience in this, and and as you know, the semi truck has what we would refer to in the business as a detachable trailer. Okay. So let's imagine I'm that the truck driving industry changes a tiny bit in that yes. you drive mm-hmm. 300 miles. Okay. And then you detach your trailer. Yes. And another truck pulls in that's already charged. It's a, it's in situ as it were. Nice. And it takes the next 300 mile while that one charges for x amount of time and moves right, right? So it, why do it, it, if they're also autonomous? and we're getting rid of the drivers, which we don't necessarily... You know, that's a big deal, so this is going to be a lot of the problem in the long run, but this is obviously 15, 20 years down the line or more. Um, that That's kind of the situation. I could see this, like, sort of transfer thing. And then we talked about this in, in prior shows as well, where... You have where we talked about oh the difficulty of driving a semi in you know in areas and down an alley and making a right turn and backing into some of our things is that you're driving may, big amounts of of stuff 300 miles to sort of a central hub location and then from there it gets distributed off right so the charging becomes a little bit
3: less of an issue or you have something like this I've made a nice little cartoon. <laughs> instead of having a, instead of having a truck that is basically a front cab mm-hmm. yes. which has an engine and a gas tank and a trailer in the back yeah. let's make a three part truck okay oh, let's truck. make the front be the cab which has either the person in it yeah. the driver mm-hmm. or the brain of an autonomous vehicle yes. either one yes. it's basically the driving part then you have a base that goes behind it that does detach which is the battery. And it has a
0: – in the way that Robert Trivett has one gigantic AAA battery in yeah. the back yeah, of it. Exactly. It's a massive AAA <laughs> battery. And
3: then there's a third part to the truck, which sits on top of that platform, uh-huh. where is the battery, and it's called the stuff box. The stuff box. It's right. The and Amazon so stuff this truck can drive from port where it's charged up. The, the boat is there. The stuff gets put on the truck. And the truck goes. And when it gets to the next location, like the warehouse, if it's still got plenty of battery and it's that kind of a truck, you just unload the stuff, drive back to the port, and you do this all day. Right. 300 miles. But that's
0: a bigger cost. Like, So if you're talking about a 2,500-kilowatt-hour battery or whatever it is to get you the 1,400-mile range, I don't think that's necessary. Although. In, in the port instance, right, those are all containers that get, like, kind of put on top of a thing. That's a big – let's just call it a sled, yeah. right? We referred to the Tesla sort of thing as a sled. So the whole big thing is right. a big giant battery sled. My guess is that could be up to 2,000, 3,000 kilowatt hours. Like, if you put a model – S sideways. On the back of a trailer, my you know, like tight as you possibly can. My guess is you could probably get six or seven of those. Mm -hmm. So you get a little bit more economy of scale and you could probably get up to I mean, make it a little bit thicker than I mean, a regular 400, battery pack, four hundred kilowatt get more hours, than four hundred. My guess yeah. is you could fit theoretically you know thousands of kilowatt hours I, on that sled.
3: I've got this this impression that we are like engineers at Tesla, sitting and thinking about how to redesign and change the paradigm. Yeah. You think of that, that we're
0: telling them things that they haven't thought about?
3: No, I think they have thought about this, yeah. and so I think that the fact that Elon is going forward with this tells me that
2: some pretty smart people have already figured this stuff out. He made a very, uh, he made it very clear that he thinks that they've cracked it, that they've spent a lot of time thinking about how to do this. This is going to be incredible. He seemed genuinely excited, like uh, we've got a big deal here, that and these smart people sitting around in a room, smarter than us, have really thought about the problem and the issues and have cracked it. I can't wait for the announcement of the announcement. Let's, and yeah. then we have a hard fact.
3: What? Hard fact. What? Hard fact. Fact. That... The fellow who used to be at Tesla, his name is Jerome Goulian. He was in charge or one of the leads in the design of S. He left. He went to work for Daimler. I think he was doing trucks there, has come back to Tesla. He's been there now 16 months. So this little team, this group of smart folks who've been rethinking the paradigm of semis have been at this for 16 months. And that's probably why they're ready to... Pretty much announced,
0: And then you also wrote down here your little note for the battery swap program, right? So this is, again, right. this is another model where the battery swap program probably makes a little bit more monetary sense. Yeah. Right? Especially
3: if you look at my little cartoon yeah. where you switch out the sled. Could you of, take uh, a picture of that cartoon <laughs> and then
2: tweet it out because that's some good stuff. That right is a next level drawing. Right? You betcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. That's going to be good. Um, Electric has a picture of a sort of a mock-up from a Wait German-based a designer. Hold on a second. Yeah. Who does? Oh, sorry. has a picture, of a, a truck. And it was sort of designed by this German-based designer just for fun. And uh, it looks pretty spectacular. Now, if that's not a Transformer, nothing is. Robots in disguise. Now, let's talk about VW and EVs. And this is also from... To move away from the yelling of electric and do a more sort of a angelic, sort electric. of more of an altar boy kind yeah. of a take on it. Yeah. Mm. Nice. So VW hasn't been announcing their EV vaporware for months now. <laughs> they and, have been. They uh, have been. Yeah. They've now announcing a first uh, sort of a compact minibus. Which is sort of an all-electric crossover Is this and the it, announcement of an announcement? Well, this is an announcement of a pre-announcement <laughs> And it will have autopilot And, uh, you know, they're going to do all of these really fun things And they're talking about wheels They're going to retract into a cockpit And uh, it's going to have this incredible display And it's going to be sort of fully digital and wonderful And pretty amazing And I just want to ask you boys one question I was going to ask you this question What year is this magic minibus going to come out? I believe
0: it's the same Hi. year that my driver's license accepted. Oh, really? Yes. It's
2: the same year that all electric cars in the future (laughs) that are better than Tesla's and more amazing and go further. It's the year 2020. That's not necessarily. the year of the Tesla killer. Yes. Right. They're all coming out that year. They say they're going to
0: have 30 models by 2025. But starting when? In 2020. Thank you. With one a year, and so the math doesn't add up there, which I think is
2: interesting. Uh, there's uh, five years for 2020, uh, 2025, five years, one a year. We're going to have 30 models. Yeah. Don't know which problem is.
0: It's something like that. I, th- But again, I hope Volkswagen does electrify its entire offering, as it were.
3: Hmm. Yes, of course. Because I think that would be. Yes, of course.
0: That, wow, Robert, could you be less inspired by that? Because this is what we're all here I'm for. I'm just sort of getting if In 2025. Yes. Every other car doo-loo, company. Doo-loo, 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 doo-loo. He went to the future with the same sound as the no, past. No, he's going to do the... it backwards.
2: <laughs> you said,
0: but if it was going to be 2025. I know, but we that's the looking back sound. Oh.
3: <laughs> you know what all this vapor is really
0: getting to me the vapor where right <laughs> uh because you would you would want this right oh, so we want this we want we would want this if in 2025 all like daimler volkswagen gm ford have several offerings each if not all of the offerings each and tesla and tesla moved away from it elon would have been successful
2: yes he would have in the future, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> very confused.
0: So we're getting. No, but what I'm saying is, like, we have to sort of, like, yes, these are these are vapor announcements yes. to try to keep people sort of, like, I don't know, maybe I should wait for Volkswagen. Maybe yep. that's what their plan is. Yes, but if they're at least hopefully moving towards it, and the, and big companies like this that are public can't really say shit like this and then not follow through on it because <laughs> but you
2: say 2020 because it's long enough for people not to remember. And but so it's you only push three it for, years now. Yeah, what's going to happen actually in 2019? You're going to have to move (laughs) this up to 2023, which is
3: not a great number. It's like the millennium, you know, when
2: all the computers were going to crash. Now, you put in a thing here from Joel Sapp, who is the founding member of the Talking Tesla Black Caucus. He tweeted out a thing about the governor. Please explain.
3: Yeah, so he sent me this link to a Jalopnik tweet where the, quote, New York governor rolls up to talk, quote, eco-friendly cars, end quote, in the Dodge Demon. So – if you go to the why are we getting this announcement? Why are we why are there all these announcements about everybody's electric cars? It's because it's the week of the New York International Auto Show. And that's mm-hmm. where you've got to show off how forward-thinking you are and how green a company you are and all the about driving with electricity. So what's one of the opening things of the New York Auto Show? And you can watch this on the autoshowny.com website, is the governor rolling up with tires just smoking, noisy, in this Dodge overpowered ICE car. I would have looked at it, but you added it late last night. It's true. And so it's just kind of sad. There's a bunch of tweets I've been getting from other talking Tesla listeners. Mm-hmm. They say things like, not a single electric drivetrain on display at the New York Auto Show. And in fact, there's pictures of like all of these engines. It's just, you know, it it's, is that true. Not one, not one in the entire New York Auto Show. There's yeah. not one. Electric yeah, they have drive a lot train. of engines on You know, display, all shiny and beautiful looking, but there isn't a single one. This is I'm taking this from our peeps, and
2: um, it's kind of shameful. Wow. It's upsetting. Let's talk about Cadillac. Cadillac better than Tesla. This is from Slash Gear. So Cadillac says, look, we've got the Super Cruise system. Super Cruise, I like the name of it. It's got level two autonomy. It's not supercharged. And uh, it's LiDAR based, but this is really a different spin. So what they do with their LiDAR is that they go and map the world, and then they don't put LiDAR in your car, Tom. It's too expensive.
0: Put GPS in the car.
2: They put a really good GPS, mm-hmm. and they said, "Car, here's the map of the world that we made with some lidar cars, and now um, you drive around on the basis of the map we already made, and we'll update the map every now and then."
0: Heavily detailed lidar, like down to the what was it like? Down one, to the uh, one point nine seven
3: centimeters or oh, something? It's like, like nanoscale. You yeah. Could, like how, drive inside is, an ant. How is this different
2: than everything else we've been talking about? Um, we, when you really get into it, uh, not at all. Not at all, yes. Well, it is because they LIDAR mapped it, but Tesla is doing the
3: same kind of thing with GPS mapping. Everybody's doing the same thing with LIDAR and with mapping. And it's like Google's been doing this for how long? Six years. Hey, Google, how long have you been doing this?
2: I've been doing self-driving for about six years.
3: Nice. I thought this was such a yawner. Another New York Auto Show-related bull- yeah article. Thank
2: you for putting that in uh, perspective because I did notice this week that there was an enormous amount of car manufacturers telling us about their car. For example, uh, Inside EVs is telling us that the BMW i5, which is on track for 250 miles range... I have a question. When's this one coming out, Mel? Um, Let me take a wild guess. So BMW (laughs) has got a new electric car. It's going to be better than the Tesla. It's going to be a Mm -hmm. Tesla killer. It's going to have 250 miles range. Probably 2020. Oh, thank you. Drum roll. <laughs> can we? Can I hit him? Uh, no. Because it would make a really loud noise. Really
0: Let's talk more about autonomy. But charging is still the issue with the BMWs, right? So, like more range. Again, we're going to yeah. get into the same uh-huh. sort of situation that we're going to get to with the Bolt. Yes. Uh, where range is good, but slow charging.
3: Es no bueno.
2: Maybe, We're going to get to that because Robert has a nice infographic coming up.
3: Maybe BMW is going to be the next big corporation to lend an executive to the ChargePoint board of directors. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So Rick Wagoner and now somebody from BMW, and then somebody from another CCS-based system, and who wants soon, to go to uh,
0: who wants to go to
3: Points this week?
0: Which <laughs> one of you wants to go to be the no, the, the representative of the ChargePoint? Is I,
2: that uh, a BMW voice. <laughs> what is that voice? I'm German. <laughs> no, no. We are sorry to all the Germans. It's a German to the company,
0: show. and I want to send one of my people to be the representative up to charge. Hey, bro,
2: me. let me move this along, bro. Oh, please, let, let me do a California accent, dude. Dude, totally, like bro. Apple, like is totally still with it, right? Oh my god. So uh, yeah. this is from Bloomberg.com. Totally. <laughs> And uh, the California DMV is totally granted Apple clearance to start using autonomous vehicles. Uh, and it's not a car so much as a software platform, right, dude? And they've got three Lexi. And, uh, so Project Titan, bro, is totally, totally not dead. It's going to be so
0: sweet, bro. Now, I believe that Apple making autonomous software, while I think is awesome in a lot of ways, is very non core to apple's sort of mission of of a full package of software and hardware, yeah, I'm they
2: saying. have a full package is that what you're <laughs> saying
0: right, but is there? So people talk about, like, oh, is Apple going to make the Titan? Is Apple going to make this? Is Apple going to make that? Is Apple going to build a new factory and build electric cars? They do have a new iPad, which looks pretty slick. Yeah, that's not related. It's not related to you this conversation, You could right? stick it in the but, car. But, but, but <laughs> let, me, let me put this out there for you gentlemen. So Please. let's say Apple's like, you know what? Let's see if we can nail down this autonomy, right? Autonomy is a big deal. Let the rest of the world worry about electrification. Let let GM get it down and and, and let Ford... Ford potentially start to figure it out and let Volkswagen, and then Apple can be like, "Well, who did the best job that isn't Tesla that we can use our gigantic pile of cash to buy?" So you're like, "I've nailed autonomy with my Apple software because I'm I'm Apple and I'm at one infinite loop." Yes, it's one infinite loop, it's- and they're building a circular building at one infinite loop, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Anywho. And they just buy a car company instead ah. of building a new factory. But you are the guy scratch. every
2: week that says Apple's never going to do that because they should buy Tesla. No, I understand and like, that. Oh, but I, piss.
0: but I, I'm giving you sort of a like, why are they doing software? I So, again, I believe that building just software to put in a Ford or a Chevy or a GM or whatever is not core to Apple's things. And I will t- give you a real-world instance of where this is not working, car, CarPlay. Carplay. Doesn't work great. <laughs> CarPlay. It's
2: funny because CarPlay is in the bolt and my uh, grandpa he loves it. It's not actually my grandpa. Yeah, boat, but my friend my has it grandpa. in his
0: car and it doesn't work great. He has so, all kinds of issues with
2: it. I would agree with you because Apple has been really good at integrating software and hardware together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Google has been doing software, Android, then everybody can use it kind of yes. stuff. So it doesn't fit the sort of the core principle of Apple, which is we make the hardware and the software. And because we own both of those parts, we can integrate them fully. So we make I'm the not sure that if Apple's going to do this, that they will just sell it. We don't know. But uh, – the one thing we do know is that Apple is dropping cash here. Yes. Google is dropping cash here. Yes. Tesla is dropping cash here. Yes. Mobile was bought by Intel for $15 billion. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of billion. money in autonomous driving. Be- because it's it's going to s- change this thing we called the world.
0: Right, because what what all of those companies sort of have in common are cash-for-service models. Transportation is going to be a cash-for-service model sure. moving right. forward. right? So there are 29 companies with autonomous vehicle testing. right? So autonomous, mm-hmm. separated, not, necess- not necessarily attached to electrification, although obviously sure. in the long run electrification reduces your maintenance cost if you're moving to a, again, transportation-as-service model. Right. And of course all of these companies want to get into it because imagine you're in a car being serviced by apple like an apple service car and you're driving for two or three hours at a time think of
3: all of the soft the other lovely things they could sell you while you're in there the netflix the songs all the other things if you have a choice on your phone of calling up a car that doesn't have apple connectivity to your phone Mm -hmm. that doesn't have apple's music library Mm -hmm. that doesn't have apple's Um, movie library, then you may not want that Google car or you may not want that who knows what car. You want the Apple car. And so they've got a natural in for the uh, ride hailing industry. But what's interesting, I think, about this article is that now that Apple is um, registered with the Department of Motor Vehicles, they will have to report their numbers How many disengagements, how many miles, and they may have been doing this already on private roads. Who knows? Apple could buy, you know, a number, they could probably buy five nations just with the extra money they got laying around. So they could have been doing this now for a long time. I'm really encouraged because I thought the Titan Project was dead. Back in August, September, it basically went silent for a long time. But in doing a little reading, it was interesting to note that they coaxed, One of their ex-leads, Bob Mansfield, out of retirement. Bob. Hey, Bob. This is the guy who was like in charge of the software team that built the Apple Watch. He's a hard – I'm not software team, the hardware team. He's a hardware guy. He's not a software guy. He's not an other kind of stuff guy. He's a hardware guy. That tells me hard car, not Operating system and all that kind of stuff. So I believe that Apple might have a few tricks up their sleeve, and the Wall Street Journal agrees with me. They also think Apple is making a car.
2: This just reopens the the cano worms. Mm-hmm. We thought, yes, Apple is doing a car. Then we thought they're not doing a car. Now we think maybe they're doing a car again turns out we really don't know what Apple's up to but it's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. And then if you also think
0: about the world as we know it is a brand forward sort of planet, right? We live on a brandy planet. People love brands, Brands. right? And so there's brands. an Uber brand yes. when it comes to transportation not as a service. Right now. It's not it's very good right, right now. Right, right. And there's a Lyft brand yeah. also sort of doing doing, doing better, much doing, doing good doing work. Better, yeah. People like the the Lyft. But there's no brand out there. So if you're like, "Oh, I'm just going to call an Apple how about Tesla?
3: Is Tesla a brand? Oh yeah. There is that brand. Is that right? Tesla's a brand. The only brand. Although
0: again, that's like again, it's our our universe the, is kind of tiny when it comes to the Tesla
3: brand. It is the brand though and when people hear, "Oh, you've got a Tesla?" that's a conversation starter. And let's remember, Tesla is the only car company that has advanced auto driving, autopilot type features at this point, right? The whole Do they melt?
2: Not my car. <laughs> one of my cars. 50% of the Teslas that I own uh, drive themselves very well.
3: Yeah, well, if we think back to that uh, that Cadillac thing about how Cadillac's going to be driving the, and everything in 2000 whatever, the 2018 models of Cadillac are going to be driving, I'll have to say is one thing. Who drove me to Talking Tesla Mushroom Studios today? Uh, Your Tesla? My Tesla. You bet you're bippy. And I'm going to post... On Twitter, the video of me being pissed off because I had a Cadillac in front of me who couldn't freaking drive. And
0: but I, could. if I were to bet you my bippy, yes, and I were to lose, yeah,
3: what would I give you? Your bippy. But what is my bippy? So you know, I once I once <laughs> investigated that fact. Oh, you did. The bippy uh-huh. came from laughing. Okay Okay Laughing was a fun show You should watch it on YouTube Goldie Hawn Goldie Hawn You know in a bikini With a bunch of Of like graffiti on her body Mm -hmm. This was before Peace and love man Before Yeah this was like graffiti In the early days Before everyone's all tatted up A Bippy Mm -hmm. It turns out Sort of looks like A hairy Coca-Cola bottle Very furry With a face And a kind of a dumb smile That's a Bippy I'll bet my Bippy Because I don't have one I don't have a Bippy Do you have a Bippy? No,
2: that's, I've been, this is fascinating. Tri- <laughs> trivia. I love this. But I'd rather talk about Beyond Lithium Technology and Glean Technia. What? Green, clean Technia.
0: No, just Clean Technica.
2: Thank you. You know, lots of people are talking about uh, Beyond Lithium Technology, and we've talked about solid state lithium technology. Beyond
0: and just- Lithium.
2: And I just wanted to talk about the fact that Panasonic says that they think that they can still get another 30% from the current tech. Everybody agrees that we're going to have to change the technology to get a lot more energy density to get much bigger batteries. Yeah. But I just found this part of the story interesting. 30% more they think they can squeeze out of the current sort of electrolyte schemes that uh, the Teslas and stuff are using. Yeah. So that would mean, for example, mm-hmm. you could maybe go from 100D to 130D. The 100D gets 340-ish miles. That would mean that the 130D... Get 440 miles We're getting to that Magic special place In my heart (laughs) Of the 500 mile battery
0: But we have heard Time and time again From Two times From Mr. Elon Time and and time time again From Mr. Elon That he doesn't feel like We're going to go beyond The 100D And I think again What I will reiterate Which I have iterated on so now show it so we're I'm going to reiterate it. Iterating. Is that if they could get the same amount of range mm-hmm. out of 30 percent less batteries, mm-hmm. that's lower costs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why would that's what they would do?
2: I know that's what's the right thing to do for a mass market car, and that's a logical thing <laughs> for any car.
0: For the S, I'm not N-
2: talking about what's right or logical. I'm talking about what I want. When is the last
0: time? Yes. That you have driven. Anywhere close to 500 miles. <laughs> uh, I believe it was the summer of
2: 62.
0: <laughs> right. And yeah. you went from uh,
2: uh Boo. The last time I drove that far was approximately 35 years ago when I drove. I drove. You drove? I drove from Brisbane to <laughs> Melbourne, which is about 16 or 18 hours continuous driving.
0: Were you driving 35 miles an hour? No. How many miles is that? thousands of miles. Oh, it's thousands, it's thousands of, miles. of miles. Okay.
2: And uh, since then, I've mm. never really taken a long car trip like that again because I was a bit burnt out. <laughs> right. So. It's bad when you've driven for 12, 14 hours uh-huh. and then you come to a gas station mm-hmm. and you look up and it says Melbourne. 1,000 kilometers to go, like, Are you kidding me?
0: And then you like have to do the uh, like miles conversion and you have no so idea how far. I,
3: I think one of the things that drives Elon to say the limit right now is 100D is because he's thinking how many actual battery cells, the 2,700, 21,700 cells can they pump out at Gigafactory 1? It's a finite number, especially now. The building's only, what, 20% completed, 30% completed? It's really not able to pump out what they need. And they need a long ton. But ton, ton ton. of batteries. They need so many batteries to build the Model 3 and the Semi and the Y and the Roadster and the pickup truck. But they also
0: need to make money on all of their vehicles.
3: They're a public for-profit corporation. I agree with you, but what I'm saying is that they're not going to make a a Tesla Model S 200 because they want to spread the batteries out and get as many mass-market cars in the hands of people. Once we've got four, five, ten gigafactories pumping batteries out, the power packs are flowing, the power walls are flowing, the semi-trucks and the pickup trucks and we've got you know three four million cars a year coming out of tesla factories Mm -hmm. they'll go like yeah mel we heard that you wanted a p200 here we're
0: gonna put it on the market now right but three four million cars coming out of the tesla factories is like less than is around 10 percent yeah but we won't need as many cars
3: right if everybody's got autonomy or at least there's autonomy in the big cities uh, why There's would a I have diminishing
0: returns here is what I'm trying to get at. Why yeah. do you need a car with 600 miles of range? Because you, it makes Mel comfortable. You don't. You, I don't. Right. And he knows that. So why would you do that? Why couldn't you? Wouldn't you rather have a car? Let me tell you this. Let me ask you this. Let me tell you this. Let me speak to this. Let me let this information out. Go. So let's say you have a Model S. Yep. And. It, it can get a hundred D worth of thing in half of the size. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's a lighter car. Yeah, it'll go right? farther. Right, right. Much lighter car. So you could get more range out of that yeah. specifically. Good. We could get some increased energy density even beyond that. Correct. Yeah. And let's say in ten years you still love your car. You're driving your car and you love it. But maybe no. your batteries are like, they're a little eh. Right? Yep. Much more inexpensive to replace that pack. Battery swap. The right. Battery There's swap. a lot of benefits to not making the bigger bigger batteries and 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 diminishing returns to a car with five or six hundred miles range especially Mm -hmm. if you continue to grow out the destination charging which we're going to talk about right and you continue to grow out the supercharging, which we're of course going to talk about sure right like it just doesn't at some point you're like why
3: yeah it's why would you haul around a seven thousand pound car Right? Why would you? Mel,
0: okay,
2: move on. Fine. Why whatever. would you hire? Ho- because Mel, I gonna... want to drive from LA to San Francisco at 80 miles an hour but without you don't. charging.
3: But
0: you don't. But you don't. But absolutely want to. 100% do I not want would to do like that. Like to? You would not. <laughs> I'd
1: love it. No, you would Woo-hoo! not. No, you would not. Because Look at me. You
0: know, how many times have you driven to San Francisco since you've lived in Los Angeles? four or five times. <laughs> and <laughs> over and how many years. of those times were because you were specifically
3: going to the Tesla factory or oh, some Tesla four event? Four or five times. <laughs> yeah. And how many times Thank did you. you do it and want to do it without ever stopping to urinate? Uh, zero times. Uh, <laughs> so I did a little math. If Gigafactory 1 was slated to produce enough batteries for 500,000 cars, yes, all right. And they could increase the battery the energy density in the battery by 30% that would mean they could then produce batteries for 650,000 cars. That's
0: more cars, Mel.
2: Okay, got it. <laughs> I think I've made my point. I think it's clear. The smart one. Let's uh, talk with Think Progress and uh, solar and renewables. And uh, let me just give you a few stats. The last Please. nine years has seen a 30x growth in uh, PV sales. Is that How an much? order of magnitude or is oh, that three orders of magnitude? Well, it's one order of magnitude times three. I don't think it's three orders of magnitude because that would be a 1,000. Yes. 10 oh. times 10 times 10. Mind Same. blown. Mind um, blown. This trend is expected to continue. In fact, in California now, this is stunning to me, there's been a couple of parts of the day that 50% of California's energy has come from solar Whoa.
0: energy. Wait for it. Wait for it. Yep, that was it. That was a moment that right there. Moment wait, hold on. One Another one's coming. Yep, there's another one. No, it's that not, is stunning.
3: not noon yet. It, that would be that like high noon. That is
2: stunning. California is a little uh, place with 42 million people with lots of electricity and lots of businesses. And 50% of the energy at times is now from solar. This is a huge, huge 100,000 new jobs. Massive. No, actually, 100,000 jobs in California are in the solar industry. The U.S. itself added 50,000 solar jobs last year. The solar industry now employs over 250,000 workers, which is more than Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon combined.
0: So that's interesting because, right, so there are 100,000 solar jobs in California, one of the 50 states, Mm -hmm. probably the sunniest. Or one of the sunniest. One isn't? of the
2: sunniest up there.
0: Right. And and the whole rest of the country, a hundred and fifty thousand solar workers spread a pound spread about, spread upon, spread upon all of the other around. states.
2: The point it's of this article much. is no, that was my how point. much potential is here. And again, no. uh, the mining industry used to have in 1920, 800,000 people working in it. Today it has doodle doodle do. Today, it has 80,000. And if you extrapolate forward, uh, like we did in one of our earlier um, articles, the number of jobs in the solar, wind and renewable industry is an order of magnitude greater than the fossil fuel industry in the next decade. So. Take that, people who want jobs. Yes, we want jobs, we want good-paying jobs, and they're going to be in renewable energy. They are not going to be in the fuel that is made of the fossils. Do you think that
0: the three of us use no. order of magnitude way too much?
2: Yeah, I thought that's part of what you would call the shtick of the show.
0: Right, but, like, we, like I never hear that in, the like, Political circles or what? anything order like of magnitude. Yeah, order of magnitude. That's a
3: that's an uh, that's a logic based description, not an emotional based description. Only like an ass ton.
2: That's an emotional based description. Yeah, you would be very unlikely to get elected by using the word order of magnitude. <laughs> if instead you just said huge or ass ton.
3: Uh, ass ton is coming, right? We've we've declined on the political spectrum to a pretty low probably the lowest point. Maybe not. I, I don't know. You know, Hamilton, when I when I watched a documentary about Hamilton, they got pretty low back in those days too, but still, Aston might be the phrase that gets you elected the next time. So I was just pointing out to the boys, I love this graph. Total solar capacity in California, that's from this thinkprogress.org website. It looks like an exponential growth curve in California. From 2003 to 2016, the capacity for making electricity we have gained. Fantastic. It's
2: good stuff. Now, let's talk about Chatamo Chargers. This is uh, from inside EVs. There's a new version of CHAdeMO that's about to hit. What? It's version 1.2. It's increasing the current from 125 amps to 400 amps, going from 50 kilowatts to 150 kilowatts. And so... One of my eternal questions is, uh, when are they actually going to build out a robust chatamo slash CCS network? Will Tesla be involved because they are now part of the consortium of CCS, I believe it is? Mm-hmm. Consortium. Um, and uh, then, much more important than that, is the graphs. We've got some graphs that Robert made. Now, comparing CCS to CHAdeMO to um, Tesla superchargers, and can you give us the summary?
0: But, but so Tesla's the- part of the ccs consortium is that include Chatmo because ccs is a different standard
2: yes it is a different standard It's a different group although there's a lot of overlap between these groups but i can't remember like gm is part of ccs and nissan is part of Chatmo, and uh it's a little confusing because now tesla is also part of ccs or at least it's a non-voting member on this board it's confusing the important point is we need more charges so robert tell us who's got the biggest chargy charging network right now before, Supercharger I, before I do
3: that, I just want to make a point. In this article from Inside EVs, which announces this 400-amp Chatmo, which I think it's great. Love the Nissan. Sorry, Nissan. I love that they're going forward on it. I want to keep track of this. They have in here, quote, at the same time, Chatamo's V2X capability was also hinted at. You boys remember what
2: V2X is? Version 2.X? X
3: Negative. That was what Dr Dr God and I talked about Dr. at UCLA. God. It's vehicle to X or vehicle to grid, yes. vehicle to home, vehicle to office. This is the backflow of electricity from your car into whatever so that you have your power outage, run your car Run your house off your car or your studio, etc. Or if your grid is somehow unstable, like at nighttime, people need electricity because there's no solar. Let's suck some of that extra energy. Just take 5% out of everybody's electric car to keep the grid stable. Are you really going to miss that tomorrow morning? I doubt it. And so they talk about the V2X. So we'll keep an eye on this V2X. When hearing that, well, if Chatamo. Goes you know four x more speed uh, amount quickness of charging. If Chatamo gets that much faster, does that really make a difference? How does that help? I decided to use PlugShare website. You can drill down to where are the Chatamo chargers, where are the CCS chargers, where are the Tesla superchargers. So I made three pictures here. We'll put it on the web on the notes. If you look at the Chatamo. The DC fast charging network, there is huge gaps. Did I say? Huge Huge. gaps. Nothing in North Dakota, nothing in Kansas, nothing in Montana, New Mexico, barely any. It's like really regionalized. You cannot get from region to region. And there's very few if you compare that to the Tesla. If you look at the CCS DC fast charging network, even worse. Along the eastern seaboard, uh you know okay you can see them and around the great lakes okay you can see them there's actually a really large concentration in canada in toronto and oh quebec canada. oh canada but in the west like almost there's such a paucity of these chargers not even a single one in texas louisiana alabama arkansas mississippi that doesn't surprise me but it's just almost non-existent these people are still light years behind tesla if you look at the tesla map it basically outlines where all the major highways are. And unfortunately, this map that I printed doesn't actually have all the area around Chicago and and Seattle and the northeast in because it's weird how their maps work. If you look at a big view, they eliminate a lot of the chargers. You have to zoom in and then the chargers pop up. So bottom line... Tesla is far ahead of CCS or Chatemo and even if Chatemo goes that much faster or quicker to charge your car the car's driving on Chatemo based systems can only do 100 miles, right. 120 miles. Well, that's miles. what I was going to
0: say. Is like, why would they
3: bother to build out a network right. for vehicles that don't exist? They're not doing it for long-distance travel. Right. They're trying, doing it for that metro-charging system. Right. So, but then they're
0: concentrating them, or not concentrating them.
2: But isn't this an egg and chicken issue? No. That Tesla specifically said, if you're going to really have a robust uh, electric car future you have to have a robust charging network nobody is building a robust charging network therefore i will build a robust charging network to go with my robust car that gets 300 miles right they then i'll turn the it chicken, into a real
0: but they built the chicken and the egg mel that's no what one's, i'm saying no one's building the chicken and the egg one person they're only building we i don't know no what, which one's the car Tesla, is the car the chicken <laughs> Tesla or the is building <laughs> chicken
2: and eggs Egg Und not egg. quick
0: egg yes. not quick chicken quick okay so the car is the chicken yeah but the chargers are quick yeah, but they stay
3: still, so they must be <laughs> So they're the eggs. Yeah. Right. So.
2: Speaking of eggs, <laughs> uh, at Easter, even if you're a non-religious person, um, you really should have the uh, Nestle uh, eggs with the chocolate and the, the, the stuff on the outside. The cream egg? Is that what are talking they're about? They're so good. Gross. They're, they're bad just, for you. Oh, That's the Cadbury cream egg for you about, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but I so didn't good.
3: have any chocolate for Easter. I did. Did you give it up for Lent? <laughs> uh, no, I gave it up for my health. Oh.
2: And so there's there's a lot there's new superchargers. Could this you week. tell us about the new superchargers? I bet you there's like I don't know. Since there's going to be so many more cars, there's probably be construction of hundreds, maybe thousands of new superchargers, particularly here in the Los Estados Unidos
3: Well, not quite a short ton.
2: There's only three new
3: open superchargers. Sad face. One, uh, San Quentin, for when you're in jail. No, not the prison. It's actually Saint Quentin. Which is a city in France? It's kind of in the northern part of France. It's uh, the charger is
2: actually located in
3: Ullevaer. Would you Ur- like
2: me to pronounce it France, mate. Tom is
3: just smirking away, superior because you can speak French. I can't. I don't want to pronounce it, but I can't imagine that was correct. <laughs> I went and looked at pictures of this uh, little town and. Damn, were they ever messed up after World War I? One. World War I. The place looked like one big Swiss cheese block full of holes. But it, it, it's come back. It's actually the home of the Butterfly Museum. Papillon. Yeah. What's that? Oh, butterfly. Butterfly in French. You yeah. do speak French. So they have over 600,000 insects. You can go look at a few thousand of them while you're charging your car. Can I just talk about butterflies for a second? Please. Oh, please.
2: Butterflies seem all wonderful and great. <laughs> Until you look at one up close, and then you realize it's just a dirty little bug with nice wings. <laughs> Scary. <But they're> beautiful. <laughs> yeah, the wings are. It sounds like Los
3: Angeles. With but all if the... they're
2: flying in your face, they're just a giant bug. And then they have bug. that
0: long nose that they can stick in the flowers. Cool. Oh, and they can poke it in your awesome. eye and lay their eggs. And moths? Do you like? Do you not like moths either? <laughs> Those are moths.
2: Um, they're basically just moths with nicer wings. Mm-hmm. But they're different.
0: I mean, there are some lovely I just moths. Think you know what the difference between how you can tell the difference between a moth and a butterfly? How? Uh, butterflies, when they're stopped, their wings are up, and moths lay flat.
2: Oh, I thought uh, because you can make butter out of butterflies. Well, I'm just saying that butterflies are a lot like me. I would from not, not a like distance, to have toast in your house. <laughs> from a distance, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I might look attractive. But up close. Mm, Not so much. Are you
0: now (laughs) calling yourself the butterfly of
2: humanity? I am the butterfly of the middle-aged white man. (laughs) I look
3: fine. If there wasn't a table between us, I'd give you a kiss. What if if Tesla
0: got rid of the falcon wing doors, and called them the butterfly wing doors.
2: If they made them out of butterfly wings so that when I smashed into them it wouldn't hurt, that'd be great. Please go on, Robert. the segment is taking a long time because we're distracted. By no fault of my (laughs) own. (laughs) Not your fault. Stupid butterfly, ugly looking things up close. Santa
3: Fe, New Mexico got its supercharger. And did you know that Santa Fe is the 10th highest city in the United States? So they have medical marijuana? Not because of medical marijuana, because they sit 2,193 meters above sea level. That's 7,198
2: feet. Whoa! That's 627,000 million millimeters.
0: (laughs) That's not a number.
2: Santa Fe is
3: beautiful. It's a little arts town. It's very nice. Yeah. In fact, they call it a creative arts hotbed. Do they? Yes. Yes. And there's the home of the Georgia O'Keeffe Museum.
0: I I love, I don't know about you gentlemen. Yes. I am a huge fan of Georgia O'Keeffe. Huge. Huge.
3: I just think about that, uh, you know, the, the skull with the horns sticking out of it.
0: Really more famous for paintings of flowers and such, but that is a very famous yeah. image that you.
3: And then there's a new supercharger opened in Warwick, North, UK. And it turns out there's a Warwick, South, UK And I thought, oh, well, the north one would be above on the map than the south. But no, they're reversed. And I looked at the map, and it was late at night, and I got confused, and I had to think about it, and I was tired. And then I realized that if you're driving on, like, the M Highway mm-hmm. and you're traveling north, mm-hmm. you're on the south side of the road. mm mm-hmm. Because it's going diagonal, mm. and if you're going south, because it's going diagonal, that's a, the reason. Well, for I'm it? just trying to describe this because, okay, you know, the listeners aren't in my head. No, they're they're kind of close because no. I get some tweets stay that make out me a of little scared. Stay yeah. out. So anyway, there's going to be eight superchargers on the northbound side and eight superchargers on the southbound side, and the good thing, Tom, mm-hmm. is that you uh-huh. can get a nice hot cup of coffee at one of your favorite places to get coffee where at at, Starbucks are there at the superchargers there's a Starbucks right at the Warwick North UK supercharger is there a place to get a decent cup of coffee so I'm going to move on and just let people know that there's construction all over the place in Austin Texas Charleston West Virginia Appeldoon Netherlands there there's a um are they building another one in Aurevilliers? No. They, it went from construction to complete in four days. It's sort of wow. reporting error, but I still very much appreciate the folks who put this together and contribute. Mm-hmm. And also in L'Angeau? L'Angeau, L'Angeau. Langeau, France, oh, hello, L'Angeau. another supercharger in <laughs> Landron, France, and in Victor, New York. So, victory!
2: This is exciting. This is good, but uh, this is not enough superchargers. Look, yeah. from a guy that doesn't use superchargers, from a guy that doesn't drive very far, from a guy who just has general anxiety disorder for which medications probably should be prescribed but aren't currently being taken, <laughs> I would really like to see some more superchargers up in this here uh, planet. I wonder, though,
3: you know, we talk about actual stations
2: but not the number of
3: chargers at the station. In other words, the number of plugs. That's true. When I, went to, that. when I went last week... Mm-hmm. Soft Fort with four additional superchargers. Mm-hmm. I've sent out a tweet about that, and I got back some tweets from listeners that showed me like in, in Colorado, I think it was Denver, they also have superchargers on pallets that they're putting out. Mm-hmm. I think that the supercharger network is growing faster than I'm reporting, but I don't have the hard stats on that. And you know what would really be good? No. Is this thing working? Oh no. <laughs> He's taking about a stick. What is he doing? <laughs> I want Tesla talk to me oh my god i want somebody at tesla to actually give me some data well not with that mouth they're not gonna talk (laughs) to you you kiss your mother with that thing (laughs) it's because i spend a lot of time trying to turn over rocks to find out more information about superchargers Uh when the company is right there building them why don't they just have somebody at the supercharger team call up and say hey robert i'll tell you what i know it's saturday uh we're off but i just want to give you a quick update We added seven more plugs at this supercharger. This supercharger, we're going to double the capacity of. It's not going to show up on your thing as a Mm -hmm. new supercharger. But, hey, give me the details so I can at least put some of the Tesla listeners, like Mel, at ease. So uh, that
0: segues very much into the final article before we get to the letters. Of course. And I'll tell you exactly why. Yes. We, on this show a few weeks ago, the Tesla started talking about the Tesla parking lot Instagram. Yes, we did. Is gone. (laughs) Right? What did we do? We talk about all kinds of things and then they seem to disappear. So, whoever started the Tesla parking lot Instagram, we're sorry. Please start another one. We (laughs) promise not to talk about it. We don't really. We will talk about it. But bring it back because my guess is,
3: my guess, if I had to venture, somebody said, hey, you should shut this thing down. Yeah, so we've been talking about it for a long time. Uh-huh. I think at least seven weeks.
0: Yeah, and now it's gone.
3: And and every week, you know, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I go and check the website. But it turns out on Saturday, mm-hmm. Chad on tweet, tweeted me. This is at Swindy's. Not sure what the origin of that is, but Chad, Chad sent me a uh, Instagram a link that said, "Hey, by the way, Tesla Supercharge uh, parking lot page is gone." And I was like, "What?" I took that down. And then I did a little investigation. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it turns out that the Wall Street Journal reported on it. I know. They and when did the right after us. When the you know, long after us, God. And so when the Wall Street Journal speaks, Tesla listens. When we speak, the Wall Street Journal listens. Yeah.
2: And a wow. little a little part of me actually A pretty big part of me died (laughs) when this stopped. I mean, I'm going to miss all the alcohol. But but that's why
0: this show is why Tesla won't talk to us. (laughs) Well, they did. It's this actual show. They
3: actually did talk to us. Uh, What did they say? That's the first letter I've got here. What did they say? We're going to get
2: to that in a second, but first we need to do apps and media. Uh, I can't do this every week. Really? I told you that because it's too much. How much new stuff am I supposed to do? Get your phone. Get your phone. Just turn your phone on right now.
3: Guess what I did for the last five days? Five days in a row. Worked? Yeah, I worked my butt off. So
2: I'm just going to open my thing up here, and I'm going to find the first app that sort of takes, uh, gets my eye. And you know what it is? Clips. I got mine. Clips is a new video app from Apple. It's free if you're an iOS user. And it does really fun effects. And little fun videos that you can put together. And when I cracked my skull on the falcon wing doors, I oh, made a is that where that picture came drawing. From? Mm-hmm. Nice. And I tweeted it out to the world, and people said, very artistic. You're still an idiot. I couldn't say <laughs> very. Artistic. I actually didn't
0: recognize you. Somebody said that it looked like the Tesla logo was, was imprinted in your head. I
2: onto my head. Now, in terms of media, I've got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm a big podcast listener, as you might expect. What? And S-Town. From the makers of This American Life Everybody's and Everybody's Listening to S Town, uh, there's probably three people who have not started listening. I have. You I should. And I gotta tell you, I grew up in S Town. In my case, it was called T Town, Tulebuck. Outback, Rural, Nowhere, uh, Poor, Undereducated, Ignorant.
0: <laughs> I, I've heard about this. There's somebody in Tulebuck right now going, "F you." I didn't F-you. actually
3: know.
2: I'm just saying. Are there still people in Tulebuck? I don't know. <laughs> It's really fascinating. You should listen to it. It is one of the best edited, put-together shows ever with a lot of twists and turns. So, Tom, give us an app. All right. Well, if I'm
0: being forced to, I have an app on my phone that I use mm, occasionally, regularly, every once in a while. On... <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Battery Life. And it basically tells me what the battery life of my phone is, not only the current charge, but its actual capacity so i can see how much i'm degrading my phone and its battery capacity Excel. and as far does as that media, really trouble you yeah it does cuz i go through i have a battery pack on my phone and i use both every day yeah
3: when i took my son's I'm a super user i went with my You're son to the to the uh, Apple Store because he had a busted screen and they wanted like 130 bucks to replace it. And I thought, mm-hmm. is it really worth it? And they did a little analysis and they said, well, you know, his battery is still at 72%.
0: Right. So I could do that without having to go to the Apple
3: Store. Serious.
0: Yeah. Tell us about the media. And the media I will be recommending today is Good Food with Evan Kleinman. Oh, a yeah. KCRW Even podcast local foodie podcast. Fodca-
2: it's a podcast It's a
0: podcast, a food a food podcast. And every week she has a Pulitzer Prize winning author Jonathan gold on there giving a restaurant review live. Uh, the last the episode that I listened to over the week while I was doing my taxes was uh, the April 1st episode about cannibalism. Swedish meatballs and cheese shops. <laughs> oh, God. It's a good episode. That's cannibalism great. exists in all facets of the world of uh and I'm not talking about necessarily human cannibalism but like one thing that I learned about this that did you know that insects do cannibalism? Oh yeah, some of the eggs like the praying mantis. Some of the eggs that the sp—no, so even more so than that. Some of the eggs that spiders lay are purely just food for the spiders. They're they're unfertilized, are just food for the baby spiders. The other baby spiders that grow in that egg sac. And there's one spider, and this was really disgusting. Mm. That the babies crawl all over the mom and peel the skin away and eat it.
3: I'm not going to have kill breakfast them, or, or don't lunch. Kill, but
0: doesn't kill the mom or dinner today. <laughs> so that's a good food podcast. Oh, that's, you should listen to it. It's lovely. That makes no- <laughs> that makes
3: me <laughs> want to. <should laughs> hope this is yeah, that, that makes me want to eat that slimy this piece is of what chicken ha- in the back of the fridge because you know it's better than peeling away <laughs> and eating the eggs. And oh my god, this is what happens when you force me to come up with content week after week after week. Okay, Robert, what have you got? <laughs> so you reminded me. I do have a photo sketch and I've uh, program, and I've used it in the past. I've used it to post to our Twitter, and it's called Photo Sketch. It's actually really nice. I, it makes a much more, I don't know, readable, usable, lovable picture. I, I wasn't fond of yours. It, I actually didn't recognize you.
2: Oh, that's nice. No,
3: You're much better looking than thank, that thank showed. You. Thank you, Robert. Ass kisser.
2: Yes, thank you. That guys. is so not true. Robert's always been my favorite. And uh, media, do you have any, what have you watching, listening to? What are you doing? You've been working. Five, he's been mostly watching he, emergency department. He's been mostly watching
3: ECT no, monitors. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. No. This week, no U.S. National Park visits are free. That's not media, but that's cool. That is like the ultimate media. You can go and see mountains, no, you please, can see geysers.
0: Let's, is there a let's a not call stream? it canyons. let's not call it the ultimate media. Let's call it the ultimate lack of media. National well, parks you, are supposed to be media-free zones. You're supposed to enjoy nature. Is there well, a live stream? It is no. Stop it. Yeah, no. Stop it. it. No. Have you ever been to Yosemite? Yes, I have. You should go. This week it's free.
3: Yeah. Actually, it's, You can drive uh, your car 400 miles. All national parks in the United States oh, offer free weekend admission on April 15 through 16, which is over, sorry, and April 22 and 23. It is the alternative to Coachella.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for letters. Let's whip through these very quickly. First of all, we've got Nitin Netanyahu.
3: Oh, please. This is my letter. Yes. And I told you that Tesla talks to us. So Nitin, uh I've known Nitton for quite a few years. We're not like best buddies or anything like that. But he is the man in charge of Tesla of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Big
2: dude. Is he mm. big? Like very big? He's okay, a pretty. Big. He's a pretty. He's, he's a, a big dude with he's a big. A fit. Job. He's a. And he's why a didn't he reach out to you, Robert? What did you he, he do? He didn't quite Robert. reach
3: out to me. He more kind of smacked me. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Why, Robert? Great seeing you last week, and congrats on your new Tesla Model S. Congrats. Just heard your most recent podcast. <clears throat> Listens to the podcast. Thank you. And loved hearing about your positive experience with the delivery. That's at the, uh, the, the Hub. the was
0: very positive. Yeah.
3: Want, and in bold, let me just clarify. This part's in bold. Uh-huh. Wanted to clarify mm-hmm. that we were not serving alcohol at the espresso bar, rather warm and cold coffee slash tea beverages. You made us look like idiots, Robert. As always, appreciate your feedback and thank you for your passionate loyalty to Tesla A little less passionate, I guess, after
2: this show. Best Knitten. I um, was disappointed (laughs) that they don't have alcohol as you drive your car off. And I think they should. And I'm going to start sort of a movement that Tesla should start having little shoddies when they give you your car. I'm just saying. (sighs) Okay. David Hine. Uh, was talking about the Model 3 instrument cluster, and he goes, look, I've got some concerns. He's got concerns. Uh, no instrument in that display is a problem. Um, looking to the side to look at my speed and stuff is a problem. Sun glare off that iPad thing that's not sort of integrated is a problem. Auto driving might take a long time in some countries. This is a problem. Tom, what do you think?
0: I think it can be a problem. So I will tell you... Uh, after driving, I've been driving the Tesla Model S for the last week because my wife was uh, out. She was nice. out of town. Out of- and uh, nice. I was like, I'm going to take advantage, see if I could learn some things for the nation, of course. as it were. Drive and- without putting any pollution
3: into the air. I don't care about that. Obviously. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: um, and, and there were a few times, probably – I'm going to say three times where I was driving my car and the sun was directly behind me, Mm -hmm. very, Mm -hmm. very directly behind me and low on the horizon. Yes. And just glaring the living crap out of that screen in the middle to the point where I could not see anything that was on it. Yes. And so that's a, that's a concern. Are you saying that you were then not a distracted driver? I don't understand where you're going with that, but what I s what it means was I could not see the screen and if that's where all of my car's information is, there could potentially be times of the year where I can't see it because if it's in the instrument cluster like normal yeah. and the sun is directly behind me, yeah, my person my person, my body, my head, the seats are shading that sun yes. from hitting that instrument cluster and yes. then the information will exist. Yes. So you don't care about you don't Tell care about me. the fact that there's no instrument when cluster. you're
3: driving. I, I drive a few miles a week. When yeah, you're I'm Driving aware. your mm-hmm. car, yeah. What information on a second-by-second second basis do you actually need from any of those instrumentations? I want to know how fast I'm going. I see.
2: You're going and as the, fast as the other cars, the- cars in the- no, around. No, 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 no. Especially
0: in the Tesla. How many times? Yes. Maybe not you because you drive like a lunatic, but how many times have you looked down while driving what you think is a normal amount of speed on the freeway? And you're going faster. And LA freeways, and you are jamming. Sure. Like, I look down, I'm like, I'm doing 84, 83. And And then the question is,
3: when you discover your speed is 84, Uh what do you do? I slow down. Don't you just smile? (laughs) No. This is a great car. I absolutely
0: don't. I'm like, this car is out of control. Like I have I am I am being unsafe. It's unsafe. Our freeways hmm. our safety features on our freeways are are uh like the bumpers and the walls. They're not built to contain us in an accident and that's at those speeds. Meh. I, don't, I disagree. Meh. Of course you do. Because if you, there's you drive a truck, like a lunatic.
3: If there's a truck that weighs 30,000 pounds uh-huh. that hits that wall, right. it doesn't bash through it's it. It's
0: not doing 90 either.
3: But it has so much more kinetic it energy. It does. No,
0: I understand right. that. But again, but, Done. Like,
3: but, but, a,
0: but you could flip over. Okay. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. But, I have but to again, say- what I'm saying is, yes, you asked the question, do I look down? Yes, I look down. For the speed, I want to know how fast I'm going. Melvis, you're awfully quiet over there. How about if you chime in?
2: Well, if uh, there was a thing called a gap between the the sentences, I could jump in and say...
0: <laughs> I just said your name, and how about you chime in? That's your that's
3: your window to chime in. All right.
2: Ding! That was me chiming
3: in. Sean Lafata. I just want to thank David for one thing. Oh. In addition to his long letter... He reminded me that it's called an instrument binnacle.
2: Oh, an instrument binnacle. All right, Sean Lafara has a letter for us, and uh, it's about uh, that concept of running lots of stuff in your house off a battery. V two X and V two X, and it's a really in-depth uh, video by somebody who clearly knows what they're doing with the electricity and the dads' electricity and uh, really good <laughs> if you want to if you want to see how you can uh, run your house in a backup mode from your car. And sort of DIY it it's do it yourself
0: just
3: <laughs> do you think the superchargers
2: are impacting i'm now? never i'm never gonna
3: <laughs> i'm never going do this, so Tesla doesn't have to investigate me and void my warranty <laughs> but let me make a couple of quick points okay this lady I thought did a great job outstanding. She went right to the twelve volt battery mm-hmm. and there are a bunch of people engineer types who wrote in the comments that yes, you can suck the twelve volt battery. Of anywhere between 800 and 1,200 watts, that should be enough to run Mel's computer and any other little electronic doodads he has in the office. His pacemaker. Thank you. All you need is a long, thick extension cord and one of these converters, 12-volt to 120-volt converters. They have partial sine wave and they have pure sine wave. And everybody says, pop for the pure sine wave. If you're planning on doing this, because many electronic devices don't like the hundred or the two hundred dollar versions of these inverters. Mm -hmm. And this one guy says, why don't you just get the real inverter, put it in your house somewhere like or near your car so that when you hook your car up to this inverter, it just goes right to the plugs you need to run. I mean, like really set your car up. To have this v two g and so when you're using the Tesla twelve volt, which is not an easy thing to get to in your right Tesla, you have to right? pop and the old Teslas you have to pop the little black grill off the car, and it's right behind there with the new cars, I'm not sure right because I'm not going to do it right, so it's I know you're not so it's not an easy
0: thing, but so what you're saying is if you're using that twelve volt battery right if you're drawing mm-hmm. off that,
3: does that mean your other battery is charging it? yes, the whole time, but you have to keep the car on. And I'm not sure how to do that with the Tesla because the Tesla kind of turns off. So you might have to use your app to turn it on. And these, sine wave, in- these sine wave inverters also have uh, remote controls. Mm. So you can kind of convert – You can you, I bet you somebody with some smarts can link their Tesla app or their what, – what, there's like two or three now um, aftermarket Tesla apps to the pure sine wave inverter remote app and have a system that speaks to itself because the tesla at a thousand watts right a 90 d even a 70 d that's like not 70 hours you wouldn't want to run it completely dry but that's like 50 hours of electricity at a thousand watts you could run your fridge you could run your flat screen maybe not both
2: it's huge it's big it's large it can be done this video helpful chris farmer um He wants to talk about a number of different things, but he gives us a link to the Fully Charged episode where the gentleman there is talking about red flow batteries from Australia. It's Bruce. So this is a – we've been talking about flow batteries, um, which is a big tank of ions in one tank Mm -hmm. and then a membrane, and then you sort of flow the electrons from one to the Mm -hmm. other, and these are – can be quite enormous, and you can keep adding capacity, and they're very expensive. But this Aussie group is trying to make them smaller and smaller and smaller so they can put them in your homes. And the upside of these things is that they basically have zero degradation, which is hard for me to believe, but they kept saying it a hundred times. Basically, essentially, zero degradation over decades of use. How much degradation? Zero. So over how long of a period? Decades.
0: So no degradation over a long period of time.
2: And so they're very expensive initially, but he's got them down to a 10 kilowatt hour size. So they're trying to sort of jump into uh, the, particularly the Australian uh, storage market. But I would love one of these things. I'd love like six of these. I'd love to have a flow battery that gets no degradation over decades. But the problem is… You don't need six of them. You need one bigger tank. Come on, Mel. Pay attention. Uh, well, if they're 10 kilowatt hours and I want 60, I need six right. of them. No,
0: you, know, you need bigger tanks. All right, that's bigger the tank. whole point of these things.
2: But um, not in the way they're doing them. But anyway, the point is that they're still very expensive right now, but they have zero degradation over how, how much? Long? How much are they? They didn't say. They said they're much more expensive than lithium right now. One but they do One million degrade. dollars. So that's very interesting. Flow batteries may be getting smaller in size and being able to be used in the home as is in Australia. Joel Sapp. We know Joel Sapp. Joel Sapp. And uh, he was wondering whether we could get to a 100% carbon-free future. And uh, there's an article here from Vox that says, look, it's going to be really, really hard to really do 100% renewable if you think of 100% renewable, particularly in terms of solar and wind. Um, Because right now, Mm -hmm. let's let's ask you, let's pretend you haven't read the notes. All of the energy capacity storage in the United States could run the United States for how long? Every battery that's attached to the grid, every Tesla battery, everything, every pumped hydro. Nine percent. I would say two weeks. Two weeks. You can uh, go for about an
0: hour. One hour. We use a lot of energy in this country. We use. What a if lot. we stopped? What
3: if we stopped um, making gas? Really? Making Is this gas. where you are going? <laughs> So you need for a thematic. really,
2: really robust system. <laughs> a really robust system. Sixteen weeks of energy storage. That's in like sixteen pumped. weeks of storage. Yeah, to be a really robust. What is that like? System. If
3: everybody fell asleep at once and didn't wake up yeah. for a very long time. I'm not sure time. where they
2: get that number from. I didn't go into the detail, but you're it's talking like the like, Rip Van Winkle effect. We're a long way off from this. It's just a sort of a an interesting idea, and and somebody was very interested in the. The name, this is sort of a, a research, sort of think tank article, but it was called Deep What? I,
3: this is my favorite quote Deep Decarbonization of the Electricity Sector.
2: Getting to zero, going to be a little technical difficult, I although think, lots of joy. I think from
3: this, you should rename the future podcast Going Zero. It should be called Deep, Deep Decarbonization of the Electricity Sector. It should not.
2: I had a revelation about Going Zero. Uh-huh. The only way this is actually going to come out yeah. is if I start publishing it every week. I've been doing prototypes and this and that. It's time to get it out. It's time. Because people are going to be getting their Model 3s. People who do not know about this stuff I got to get my act together. It's going to come soon. (sighs) Nathan Dwyer says, this is interesting. This was on uh, NPR. My favorite letter of the year so far. Steve Inskeep. And it says this, good morning, I'm Steve Inskeep. This story makes you check the date.
0: Anything like Steve Insky. No, he's he's got a great American American voice. Anyway,
2: the summary is that the Kentucky Coal Mining Museum... Oh, just read it. I think you should read it. Oh, I can't read. The Kentucky Coal Mining Museum?
0: No, you have to read the whole thing. Good morning. I'm Steve Insky. You sound This news story makes you check the date. Make sure it's not April 1st. The Kentucky Coal Mining Museum is switching to solar energy. It's in Harlan County, Kentucky, and depicts, and I quote, the lives that revolve around the coal industry and... WYMT reports that the museum gets its power from solar panels. Solar is just cheaper, saving thousands. Communication director Brandon Robinson admits it's ironic, but adds coal is still king. This is morning edition.
2: Oh, f- I'm sorry. The coal museum has run off solar. That's where we've gotten to. <laughs> Life yes. is so stranger
3: good. than fiction. this is: so and also good.
0: It's, it's funding 100 percent. Yeah. from a uh, nuclear power which is weird
3: it's what <laughs> <laughs> i'm just making just make it, that makes no <laughs> sense i wonder what the president
2: would have to say about that which president yeah daniel max berman says uh look do you need to get the premium interior of your model x to have those self uh closing doors and i say to you sir i don't know but i did not get a premium interior that i'm aware of on my x and uh, the door closes when i put my foot on the brake
3: And he's the one who uh, alerted us to the New York Daily News article, not the New York, not the Wall Street Journal, about the Tesla parking lot. They must listen to talking Tesla. But then I looked back at Elon and and I saw that one of his favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes from Elon is, quote, parking is like one of my biggest nightmares. What exactly is the premium interior?
0: I don't know. Tell the people.
3: The premium interior? Yeah. That's like when you get the… Full, you get like the Alcantara headlining and the leather seats with the piping, and it's not the vegan seats. So what he's talking about is the, the presentation door, like when the front well, door, I the thought front was driver's the brakes,
2: door. Like no. To close the door, you push your foot on the brake Of, of the, the driver. Window.
3: That's that's like the um, – not the electronics package. Tech, tech package. Tech package. Yeah. It's probably yeah. in the tech package, mate. So I was saying, Elon's my favorite quote of Elon, parking is like one of my biggest nightmares. Like where do we park everyone? Do you think Elon didn't know about the, the Instagram page? Because like, oh, he Why knew. did it go
2: down? It went down because he found out about it. Franco Capizzo. Franco. Hi, Franco. He oh, says, look, he's listened. got no problem uh, being a left coaster uh, to pay a little bit of a 100 buck EV tax uh, since he wants to be zero petrol all the time. And he actually signed up for two Model 3s. Then his wifey wife, his words, not mine, came along and deleted one of the Model 3s. And uh, the reason she did that is because she said, uh, I'm going to get a Kia Soul. She liked the, Kia the Soul, Soul EV. He likes the car- Soul EV. It's got a lot of room. It's got, yeah. uh, and it's here and now, baby cow. Yeah. And Franco spoke about it. Yeah. You and Franco had discussions? Yes. That was when? one
3: of our early interviews.
2: Oh, well, there you go.
3: Well, it was interesting because he sort of uh, intimates that he would like to get the Model 3 because it's better than the Model S or it's going to be better than the Model S. But I have to say, dude, do not – be delusional. Your Model S is so much nicer than the Model 3, even though yours might be a little bit older. But don't get rid of those Model 3 reservations. They have value.
2: Steve Skews says, Mate, and this goes to some of what you were talking about there, Tom, with the uh, display, is that if you've got Waves going, um, wave will alert you as to what... Waves. mean The app. The app, which is an app we should be talking about on the app section. It's I- a fantastic navigation app, at least here in the United States. Yeah. And you can set it to, say... Uh, hey, when I go over the speed limit, just go. Uh, hey, you went over the speed limit, so you don't even need to look at your cluster at all. It's a big cluster. Ways will just tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't. I sometimes forget to use ways. I didn't even know it had the over the posted speed limit. My guess is a Robert did.
3: You have to turn on the voice. But it will show you what the speed limit is as you're driving along on the highway. So you don't have to have a new Tesla yeah. to have that feature. But the nice thing and the, the point that uh, this brings me to is I, I need actually a second camera because I take all the pictures with my cell phone these days. Uh huh. But when I mount my cell phone on the Pro Clip, which we'll talk about, and it sits just to the right of my hand, which is at the 9 and 3 o'clock. Position on the wheel, right, Tom? Yeah, yes. not 10 and 2. So the phone sits just above and to the right of my right hand. It's where the top corner of the Model 3 display will be. It is not distracting. It's perfect. I don't need the binnacle display. End of story.
2: Bruce Burgess, mate, must be from Australia because his name's Bruce. Bruce. And he said, uh, Hey, I'm just ordering a Model S. Could I get one of your referral codes, mate? You can have mine. Well, send it to him. Ben Brown, <laughs> and I don't understand this. William Brown's different tonne explanations. What? Hi, guys. Definitely swaying towards Tom being the smart one. I know, I know.
0: No, remember last week or a couple of weeks ago, the one right. guy sent in the mathematics about what the different tons yeah. were? That's what he's talking about. He, that was William
3: Brown. But this is a different but Brown. But this is Ben Brown.
0: Ben. Because you, you asked the question, William Brown's different tonne explanations. Definitely... The most important thing, let's be honest,
3: it says again, and we haven't talked about which one of us is the smart one. It literally just say, he we weeks... actually says then, can you just clear up what's more, an American ass ton or a British arse ton?
2: Well, it's been clear, I think, uh, throughout the show that Americans the, are bigger asses. The Americans have got f- way bigger asses <laughs> than even the British. Now, the British have themselves some big tons of asses, but I believe that the American ass is un- unsurpassed in assiness.
0: Our asses? Will not be surpassed (laughs) (laughs) Surpassed Surpassed
2: Secondly, uh, with all this talk about the electric jet ski I was just thinking ahead In a future where Robert pulls up to a supercharger To try and charge (laughs) to continue his journey And it's already been taken up by an e-jet ski Or even better, a Tesla ski is he gonna lose his <laughs> ass? That's right.
0: I pull up in my X. I got my trailer. I got one charger going to my trailer, right. and the other one going into my jet skis. That's crazy. Or into my power wall that I've attached to the front of my trailer, <laughs> so I could charge my jet skis when I'm on the lake. I'm there yeah. for like two, three hours charging cars, right. charging jet skis. What are you
3: gonna do? About or you're that? going Whatever. back and forth. Or you're gonna lose your.
2: To your house you wait so you to can run your house right, off on your my v 2 yeah. yeah i'm doing all that crap you wait till tom gets a semi-trailer and he packs across all 12 <laughs> of your effing tesla superchargers and right. takes up
0: every spot that's true because my guess is that'll have like a
3: multiple oh that's how they'll do that
2: right right they'll right. do it multiple they yeah have they'll multiple have
0: chargers.
3: segment of the battery charged and they'll have so one smart. plug one plug that's like the size of a pizza box they have to it or it'll be automated Schwing. It'll be one of those two
2: Joel Sapp has got some interesting stuff here About the, the Siri voice talent It turns out that she got the job Because somebody didn't turn up that day That was funny It turns out that when you go in To do the voiceovering for Siri You have to be saying stupid words Because I guess they chop up All the different syllables And put them all together for you And then he said Look, most importantly Talking Tesla Hangouts He suggested this is a stupid idea But we took him seriously But we should be doing more live events Yeah, it's been like a year And... I'm telling you right now, things are going to change. They're going to get big. They're going to get large. We've got a new studio coming. I think we should be doing some live events. And I would even like to put together, say, maybe a five or ten minute weekly video for you all out there, particularly for the Talking Tesla Patreon fans who are the best people of all the people that listen to Tesla because they help support (laughs) the show. That's
0: true. And without those people's support, what would EJ eat? Right now... EJ eats nothing but ramen. Are you talking about our editor? Yeah, our editor EJ. So we have quite a few awesome, amazing Patreon people who allow
3: EJ to eat. I think he upgraded his diet. He's now eating canned sardines. Well,
0: EJ's a girl. But so that's cool. And she's
2: vegetarian. <laughs> so way to pay attention to what's going on around
3: <laughs> here, Robert. And Elijah Jane is her name. Okay, I'm on the outside. Yeah, no, clearly. You guys practically live together. <laughs> and I work. Me and EJ? Or I work. Me were, and Mel. All of you. No. It's like a big DJ lives in, uh, in another place. Yeah, that yeah, in another
2: here. country. Another planet. Diedrich, as in Diedrich Bonhoeffer, And we'd out. like
0: to apologize Or, it, for or at least I'd like to apologize for Robert Because I believe he took us originally down the path of calling him Derek
2: No, it was probably me I Diedrich. was going to
0: blame Robert because it's fun for me
2: oh. <laughs> Diedrich was named after Diedrich Bonhoeffer Who was, as you know, a German theologian During uh, the Nazi era Oh yeah uh, He's so fascinating Because he was definitely uh, You can't kill people Killing people is bad Yeah And I can't remember Which type of Christian theologian he was But he went through this period of like Hitler's here He's bad He's killing all these people at some point, his theology changed and said, and I believe the summary is like this, and theologians out there, tell me if I'm wrong. His analogy was, if you saw a drunk man driving down the street, running over babies and puppies and people, and the only way you could stop that drunk man was to, was was to, to kill, kill him, them. would it be the moral thing to kill him and to save all those lives? And he decided it's the right thing to do. So he tried to kill Hitler with another group of people, but failed. Hmm and was killed just before the war ended, like four days before the war ended. He was executed by the Nazis. That's just an aside. But he also, Diedrich, shows us that he got together with his mosque and his uh, Model X, and they did this really great fun thing with the housing project, actually the same housing project that Freddie Gray lived in. Baltimore. It was like, Baltimore. They had a wonderful time there. There was lots of food. There was lots of Model Xs. There was lots of health screening. So nice work. Diedrich liked Bonhoeffer.
0: And his Tesla is named... I'm gonna pronounce this incorrectly, yes. but it's name T'Challa. It's on his uh, license plate, and that is a Marvel character called the Black Panther. That's his name, and a movie is coming out very soon featuring the Black Panther. I had no idea about any of this stuff. Really? So when Diedrich, I looked, at,
3: thank you very much for that information. When I th- when I saw T'Challa, I thought the Hala. It is kind of shaped the Model X like a Hala, which is a woven bread that we eat on Friday for Shabbos. And so the
2: challah, like, there's kind of maybe a double meaning in there. Isn't this great? We've got Dietrich Bromhofer, the Christian theologian, uh, and we've got uh, Dietrich, who is a Muslim, and we've got the Jews talking about the challah. You've got your agnostics sitting over here going, this is all this is all good, because it's all about the electrification of the world. Saving and we can all get together on this, even if we can't get together on anything else. And there's one other thing we can get together on, it's pro clip. What? Kai C. wants to know about your pro clip. Yeah, he was
3: curious. And so I went ahead and we, and we can email this back. I can't because I don't see his email address. Email back to him about which are the elements that I put together. And I actually put a total to it and I I kind of gasped and I went, what? I spent $119 on this setup? And but- you didn't buy me one.
2: Nor me. No, I didn't. Hmm.
3: And actually, I'm still working on the install. I've. I've, It's going to be kind of cool. I'll I'll make a little something about it. But the bottom line is, for an Apple i6, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Apple phone iPhone 6s Plus, you can get one that holds a case. It's got a little device at the bottom where you can click in an apple charging cord so all you do is slide your phone in Mm -hmm. boom you're charging you're ready to roll it's solid they have a mount for tesla s they have a mount for the x and they and you need to get the long apple cord which i got and you can actually feed it through the dash if you drop your steering wheel all the way down, the little rubber gasket thing opens up. You can stick it through there. You can fish it out the bottom. I'm trying to figure out how to get it through that, you know, center console thing, which I'm not a fan of. And then it would be a, an invisible wire. I actually got some black shrink wrap tubing and put that at that like six inches of the of the cord that sticks out from the dash. It's it's looking kind of sweet. It's coming together. Wow, ain't all retentive much, Robert? No. Oh. So what do you think about the magnetic
0: uh, phone attached? It falls
3: off if you hit the accelerator. If you hit the accelerator uh, specifically? I mean, anybody who's Mm -hmm. not going to do that in their Tesla. (laughs) So it becomes a projectile, and it becomes a dangerous projectile.
2: I want to know why you've got a Tesla that's $100,000 plus, that has this giant 17-inch screen, that has all this tech, that you still have to take your iPhone and connect it there. Why can't we just have CarPlay and Waze playing? and just uh, Why don't they talk better? To all these technologies that you're using, that you're supplementing, that you're putting on there.
3: Especially since Waze is owned by the page that is Larry, who is the friend of the Musk that is Elon – and the maps in the car are run by the Google. Right, but the Google maps have the traffic
0: on them already. Yeah, I, I, I mean they I don't know have... Waze is good. Oh, it's but great. Waze will the fa- so one time yeah. a few times actually I've used Waze to go through Los Angeles. I know yes. this is an aside, but That's okay. But bear I have I have an me. answer for Rush you. Rush hour for it. traffic. Yes. And from like, say, the El Segundo area to my house, like through side mm-hmm. streets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it took me at one point on a side street that ran uh perpendicular to Wilshire Boulevard. Yes, and you had to cross. And made me want to cross left to make a left turn yes. across Wilshire Boulevard on rush hour traffic. That is the ri- most ridiculous situation I've ever been in. You sound like my wife. I probably don't, but I mean, I'm sort of
3: speechless, Robert. God. <laughs> Were you in the Tesla? No. That's a problem. You really do need a Tesla to drive Waze effectively because you need to be able to jam, boom, across a very busy road when the traffic from both sides stop. But there is a thing called settings. Settings. Again, with the settings. Again, yeah. So there are settings within Waze where you can tell it, hey, dude. I don't want to save one minute on my forty five minute trip by getting off the freeway, driving a bunch of side streets and getting back on the freeway and potentially killing myself for doing unsafe things on the road. You can change these things. But in the I want settings. to be on some side
0: streets, but that's a silly thing to have me do.
3: I've done it. I mean I've gone I've crossed Wilshire Boulevard, Olympic Boulevard, Santa Monica, you know, in rush hour. You want to name them all? Yeah, because they're all they're all kind of <laughs> yeah. scary and I don't do it with the family in the car. Yeah. Cuz they don't like it, but I can do it and I feel safe, you know, especially in the Tesla. You can get across no, those crazy No, but it's streets. not even a
0: question of like jamming on the accelerator. It's a question of like getting people to stop. I'm not, I'm talking like it is full blown stop oh. four lanes of traffic at well, lights and stuff like that. You, you just, just push kind of, your way yeah, out. Yeah. Push right. your way in. People, yeah.
2: Think New York taxi. No, I get it. Let's uh, get a letter here from Timoteo Strugafrugelagos from Sweden.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that was pretty close. Sorry, he's, Look,
2: He said this, look, mate. Uh, here's how it goes, mate. Tesla has got this uh, veteran former dude who used to work with Elon. His name is Peter <laughs> Carlson, and he worked for Elon for five years, and he's going to build his own gigafactory there in the Sweden. Because they need more gigafactories. We need more batteries. The current price of batteries is about two hundred and fifty ish bucks per kilowatt hour. We need to get that down. We need many more gigafactories. This guy's getting some cash together, some four of the billions of dollars, and he's gonna build his own but in the Sweden. But for what? To put in cars and stuff. And but, to do so, but things. but does he have people are gonna buy
0: his battery, his random batteries cells
2: well they're gonna be they're going to be great.
0: Which ba- which batteries is he making? Which size yeah, batteries? Yeah, maybe he will just done?
3: license from Tesla and Panasonic and build the same 21,700 cells.
2: It's going to be great.
3: Okay, he's, gonna got he's, he's got a connection. He's got a back door. He's going to
2: make Sweden great again. Now, uh, the last one I think we have here is from Rolf and Silky. Now, remember that Rolf and Silky and their dog, whose name I can't remember, they dog. went from the Canada's... Down to the Floridas, back to the Californias. We miss them when we we're here. We we're all very busy. We, we're sorry we missed you guys. But they drove with their camper trailer all of this way, 20,000 miles electrically, wonderfully. Good nice job. nice solar
0: panels on the back of that little tab of theirs, too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they yeah.
2: did a great job. And we're sorry we didn't hook up with you. We are very, very busy. But, hey, they did good. They showed it can be done. Spreading they had the, good times.
3: Spreading the Tesla love. They have their red Tesla shirts
0: on. Luckily for them, they didn't need to use Chatmo or CCS charging. They, oh. could, uh, they no, could they take advantage of they CCS did, charging. Sure. They but, that, but that wasn't like their main yep. thing.
3: They could use the Tesla network.
2: So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, extraordinarily long. You know, two hours. I personally checked out. At least an hour ago.
0: Oh my god. Were you even here for most
2: of the show? <laughs> Emotionally I'm just, Feels just like I'm unattached. I don't it, know how this relationship is. Maybe continues. it's the head
0: injury that Tesla has inflicted upon
3: oh, you. Oh yeah, I've got to get a full up <sighs> cat scan. Maybe they're trying to quench the show.
0: So when you go and get a CAT scan, will you use like a will it be a tabby or or like a tabby? Like, like a like a Persian? What what oh,
1: kind
2: of cat yeah. do they use? Yeah, no, a mongrel breed. Nice. Mongrel breed one, probably. No.
1: Nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I did have a bit of a cat scan because the cat did look at me funny when I took it. <laughs> He's like, uh, "You're negative." You're and fine. if you look after that, you can see what he saw. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Just,
3: can that <laughs> be edited out, please? Yeah, please uh, edit. EJ, who's a girl out. who I've never yeah, met, that that was would terrible. You cut that, just that actually, just edit out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they beat that out and see if people can work out what Tom said for a special prize next week. Legend into boys and girls. Oh my goals. god, that
0: was eighty-two. We 82 are in literally eighteen weeks oh. from episode one hundred. Octogenarians. Eighteen weeks from today. What is eighteen weeks from today? I don't know the answer to that. I put question it on because my because I literally just thought about it. But we're gonna do something so special. It's gonna be so
2: good I might not even be here. It's for gonna it. be huge. It's gonna be amazing. And by the way, just sort of as an aside, aside the last aside person of what? aside of person. The last person born in the eighteen hundreds died just a couple of days ago. At the age of one hundred and seventeen. Jesus, that's old. It's very old and don't do Can you swear. imagine
0: can you imagine like what sort of retirement planning would have had to have? I gone know. Into oh, that. I thought I would
2: live a long time. I, I saved enough money to live to eighty six. <laughs> <laughs> lived 40 more years <laughs> I mean that's crazy hey his name's Robert it's Tom my name's Mel Talking Tesla 82 in the bag see you next week bye. Talking Tesla Talk is a
1: production bye. of Hooli Hooli Incorporated produced by Mel Herbert and C.C. Herbert hosted by Mel Herbert Tom Wilson, and Robert Rosenblum to support Talking Tesla go to patreon.com forward slash Talking Tesla and finally if you love the show write us a review on iTunes.